The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Fantastic Forum. The part of what that took them out of the movie was when they showed Dr. Manhattan's penis. Why took like, them out of the movie? That was the part that got me into the movie. How do you accidentally FaceTime somebody while you're having sex? You know, without breasts, there's no paradise. Let me just go ahead and mess with this little juju. You know, watching you do this when everything's working properly is magic. What are you going to talk for? Why can't you just be in, in the friggin' spider suit? I give you the reward for listening week in and week out. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum. We're coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening or night as the case may be depending on wherever you are in the world and if you're not you just stick with us we'll help you take it up a notch yeah the usual suspects in the building on skype he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped oh wait yeah trapped in chinese figure cuffs you don't know him you love him anyway he's our silent assassin jay he's on mute he's still on mute sorry my my mic was muted (laughs) (laughs) No problem, buddy. No problem. Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. 
He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. That intro was so seamless. I high-fived myself. Like, people don't know the, the intricacies of what just happened. I agree. Larry doesn't know the intricacies of what just happened. I don't. I don't. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, our nigh-invulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. It's my pleasure to welcome you to Fantastic Forum. we got a great show for you today. We are going to talk to you about... Green Lantern's number. Green. I'm sorry. Green Lantern. The green. The Green Lantern. You have to make sure you put that the in, or else things go wrong. The Green Lantern number seven. We'll bring you a review, and we'll also talk to you about House of X slash Powers of X or Powers of Ten. We're gonna bring you. Oh no, we're gonna do a review of. Um. Oh man, I'm sorry. What's the name of the show, Joe? Wicked Witches. Wicked Witches. Co- comic and show, right? No. No? Just show? It's a movie. Just a movie. Oh, just a and movie? And a song. Oh, I'm sorry. A movie and a song. Just look, I'm tripping. Did you listen to the song? Yeah, I, I did not listen to the song, Joe. I was supposed to listen to the song. I'm sorry. That's okay. I was going to remind you, but I forgot. God damn. What? Let, let, let's all just take a moment and just bask in the glow of how great Joe sounds. Yeah, that's true. Joe, <laughs> Joe does sound fantastic. I, I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want it to change. Next thing you know, you know, but yeah, but you sound fantastic. It's all thanks to Moses. There you go, man. Hey. Is the fan hey. running too? What? Is is your fan running also? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Good job, Mo. Anyway, you got we it. got all that uh, plus news. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a great show. Of course, whatever else it is you all want to talk about. We'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community, for our longest this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. They're LA's and South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call. Here's how. 310-538-3198. Exactly. Okay. And then and if you want to get down Fantastic Forum, we got a few different ways for you to do it. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Correct. Is anybody anybody in chat right now? I am. What? Can you... Oh, I'm sorry. Stuff's falling. I think we're okay. All right. What? Uh, Tiger can Cl- you insert a witty chat comment? Yeah. Tiger Claw says, Mayor Young, Moses Magnum, Oscar, be drunk. What's up, Fantastic Forum? I guess you all heard the news this week. Is this really the end of Spider-Man as we know it? And will Spider-Man team up with Venom? <laughs> Wait, did he just not mention me? Yeah, he hates you. Oh, <laughs> first Derek, now him. But we love you. That's all that matters. <laughs> Actually, me. The other two can go fuck themselves. Uh, Wait, hey, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. No, no. I, I was, I was gonna ask. Are, are you in chat, Jay? Not yet, but I can be. Cause, but I'm just saying, like, if you don't have, like, like you need a name in chat, right, to get added or no? I mean, it's yeah, Discord. But, but then it's not funny if Tiger Claw hates Joe. Then it's actually fucked up. <laughs> that's fair. Like, why, why, why does Derek hate you, Joe? I don't know. I mean, that's just what I heard. That's what you. That's heard. going around the grapevine. That's what's going around. Oh, okay, got it. All right. I was just like, I like, did, did something happen? I'm like, what happened? Also, heck, is no part of this. Says R.I.P. Spider Mina. Spider Mina. Yeah. Oh, he edited it to Spider Man. Oh, okay. Got it. So, can we talk about this news? Uh, if if we must. 
I think we must. I think we must because, and you know, for those that don't know, uh, the 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 deal between Marvel and Sony Studios has supposedly fallen apart, and moving forward, it seems as though Marvel will not be involved with the spider-man films and the, the character of spider-man won't be in the mcu moving forward that's that's where we're at as of right now so who fucked whose wife <laughs> according to sony uh kevin feige's too busy to work on spider-man come on man you, you know this guy's name is feige by now i forget everyone's name it's better than, all the time it's better than you what mo this. calls him say what it's better than what mo calls him that's true i would agree with that i look I, no, notice I, I didn't say it huh notice i didn't say it is that bad? i know i know you didn't say it and i appreciate <laughs> if i don't say it you know it's bad yeah but but here's the thing so the from the reports i've seen and lord knows it's like these are i, I don't know how much of this stuff has been substantiated but word on the street is that Marvel went to Sony to renegotiate their deal in regards to how it is that the profit sharing works on the Spider-Man movie, which which, you know, the deal falling apart, of course, is news. The the news or at least the bigger news that for me, at least I was like, whoa, was what their actual deal was, because I didn't know what the deal was and what's getting reported. Again, I'm not sure what's been substantiated, but supposedly right now what the deal was. Sony bankrolls the whole movie. Marvel is in complete creative control, but with Sony having the option to basically kind of green light creative decisions, like getting like the final, final say. So it's like Disney, Marvel, Disney, is it create, say what? Disney or Disney Marvel or, or whatever. Also yeah, gets Studios. also gets five percent opening weekend only. No, no. Well, I, that look that's that was the part that blew my mind was yeah because I was getting there is as far as profit share goes, for, it's I guess Disney got the merchandising, but as far as the movie goes, it wasn't even opening five percent of opening weekend. It's five percent of opening day, and so that was the only profit that Marvel Studios was getting from the movie. Which I don't know if opening day is the first twenty four hours or if it's like just thursday or just friday i'm not even sure how that works but opening day is what they said right why they do like two days like they say it comes out on thursday but it comes out on wednesday i don't i don't know i don't know i know (laughs) Oh, okay. I guess. I am. Tell him. Oh, you're t- oh, okay. So you're saying, so what? So if opening day is the night before and then the day it opens? So that means what the night before goes into that other day. Because they get, it might be like the deal says, you know, it's not specifically opening day. It's after opening day. Sony gets the money, you know? Wait, what? So, what are you saying? Sony gets the money after opening day. So they add like two opening days instead of just the one. So anything. No, open- they don't get the money after opening day. They get opening day money too. Marvel gets five percent. That's it. Oh, okay. So most of the money that gets made goes to Sony. Five percent of opening day, which I, I don't know which day is opening day, but like that that was what I was kind of confused by. I don't know if like like if it Thursday night, is it a twenty four hour period or is it just like or is it like does that Thursday night not count? Is it only like say only the Friday? I don't know. I think but either way, because I, I would have thought it would be five percent of like opening weekend, like Oz was saying, because that would be like okay, you know, we did a, a pretty penny over that opening weekend, but they're like no day one that's it and so with with those terms marvel was like well let's they were trying to renegotiate the deal moving forward after and you know this is after two spider-man movies right yeah 
So they're trying to renegotiate the deal, and apparently they went to Sony saying, let's just do a 50-50 split. We'll do 50% of the production costs. You do 50% of the production costs. We'll do, and then we share the profit 50-50, which is where, you know, that's where Marvel started. So, you know, I don't think they even thought they were going to get that deal, but apparently Sony wasn't even trying to negotiate. They're like, oh, like their counter was, let's do what we've been doing. <laughs> 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 they were like, well, but but 50-50, though. They're like, ah, let's do what we've been doing. <laughs> yeah, not even 50-40, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> right, because I'm just like, like, that was kind of the thing where, you know, I'm like, if you say, let's do a 50-50 split, which is, I mean, that's literally the definition of fair, right? <laughs> it's like half and half. And they're like, ah, now let's go back to what we were doing. <laughs> it's like, well, obviously they're trying, like, you know, the f- usually the first offer isn't the final offer. I think they were expecting a negotiation, and instead it turned into, well, we're done. <laughs> you know? I was like, wow. Like, that is... That's wild. So, basically... And I know, it's like, Sony so far... Real quick, Burr in chat says, such a stingy deal. Disney is so greedy. <laughs> he's joking, right? I don't know. Oh. Wait, I don't know. Is he... I don't know if he's talking about the um, the Sony deal or if he's talking about the 50-50. I, f- I feel like Burr is listening and un- and thinks that he's that's sarcasm. That's what I believe. So, so yeah, it's probably... But, yeah, so, you know, after finding out some of these details, I'm kind of like, like, Sony can't be feeling themselves that much, right? Where they're like... Oh, no, it makes uh, total financial sense. Say what? It makes total financial se- sense, assuming... Sony can keep up with what they've done, and um, the last couple of films weren't like a fluke, you know, because they, they're riding high. First of all, Venom made eight hundred million. If they can get, if they can squeeze that much out of a Spider-Man movie, it doesn't have to make a billion. It just has to make more than five hundred million, which is what you would assume they would get if they did a fifty-fifty split with with Disney on the next one. So as long as they make more than five hundred million, they they're good. They've already done better than they would have with that deal. So they're riding high on the 800 million they got for Venom. On top of that, Academy Award winning Spider-Verse movie, they think their shit don't stink right now. You know, they 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 feel like they can do no wrong. They're going to they're going to make a ton of money. But I guess what I well, here's what I'm saying is, I get that Sony's has some success. Like I understand Venom performed way better than anyone thought it would. Into the Spider-Verse is like amazing, totally classic. The games, the story in the game was pretty good too. The Spider-Man game? Yeah, uh, that's still Sony, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but that doesn't count, right? Is that It kind of does. It's a storytelling ma- medium for the character. Still money in their pocket on that character. Like if all else fails, all they have to do is get that character, make a movie on that character. Yeah, just take the cutscenes from that from that game and put them on <laughs> the screen. Together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I okay. So let's give them the Spider-Man PS4 game too, then. But it's like like none of none of those things were as successful as far from home. Right. But and they so they don't have to be. That's the thing. Well, I, I get I get well here's my thing though. Be more like, successful than half of it. Well well no, but it, it isn't though, because here's the thing. Marvel again studios was trying to negotiate, right? So, you know, I know we're talking about like, okay, it doesn't have to make uh a billion dollars, you know, if it can just pull off eight hundred million or whatnot. But then why not try to go for an eighty twenty split? And then that way you still don't have to make the movie yourself. Well, now we get back to who fucked whose wife. And 
Well, that too, but they can also just do, you know, just work on a Spider-Man, like, big franchise, like a universe, and keep 100% of it. Well, but I guess my thing is, why do we have faith in Sony to be able to pull this movie off when they couldn't do it before? No, we, we don't, but somebody, somebody at Sony thinks that somebody at Sony with gigantic balls thinks they can and you know what and i I agree with you it can't just be this 50 50 i think there's also something in there because part of that deal is that using spider-man in another marvel movie like avengers that doesn't get sony money well but it it kind of does though because it raises the profile of the character right raising the profile of the character isn't a check you can cash like ask ask any working artist that works for exposure no 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 it's it's not it's not the same thing though really in the sense like there's a reason that like say like far from home made the money it did because it not only of its placement but also because of like the events that followed out of that last avengers movie you no, know what I mean? I so think it's like it, I think it had more to do with Mysterio's triangles. That's what I heard a guy say that one time. <laughs> But like, it also now like it, it doesn't mean they can't use Marvel can't use Spider Man in their little rinky dink movies. But now they got to pay Sony. I mean, is I'm not sure if that's what that means. It, like I don't like I feel like it might be an all or nothing kind of thing. Like I'm sure th- you might be right in the sense that Marvel Studios could probably approach Sony with the the prospect of like licensing back their own character, but they're not gonna do that. So why not? It, why for what? Like d- does the MCU need? spider-man i mean at this point yeah he's iron man yeah he's got edith i don't i don't i don't think they do what are they gonna do just not mention the one avenger left the one avenger left that controls satellites that protect or doom the whole planet wait why is he why is he the one avenger left that's the whole point of uh homecoming far from home home far from homecoming (laughs) wait what what, what I don't remind me why is he the one Avenger? Because Nick Fury's like you're the one Avenger left. Everybody else is gone doing their own shit in space somewhere. You're on Earth. You you need to handle this. No, no, I don't think that's how that scene. That's goes. exactly how that scene goes. Spider Man literally so. says, "Why don't we call so and so? What do we call so and so? What do we call so and so?" It's not spoilers anymore. Yeah, no, I mean I understand he goes through a, a list of a few people, but you know. Just because they're not available at that moment doesn't mean that they're not available, period. And it it's not even that's not even Nick Fury that said that. All I know, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to uh to the Night Monkey movie. Indeed. That, that, yeah, like, like Tom Tom Holland's Night Monkey. Like it, that, that would be amazing if he got poached by Marvel. <laughs> it, it would be ridiculous though, of course, because it's just like that's Spider-Man, right? Well, they could do, you know, the what was those other when Spider-Man couldn't be Spider-Man? Oh, Prodigy and yeah, yeah and the, what was the Boomerang one? <laughs> Yeah. Or Tom Holland could literally just take an Iron Man suit and be Iron Man Jr. Iron, Iron Lad. Iron, yeah. Lad. Iron Heart. No, no, Iron, Iron Heart is a black woman. That's racist, Lawrence. I don't. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> why is that racist? Why do why, why, why you got to talk about race? I'm talking about a character, the Iron Lad or the Iron Heart. No, I'm Tom, yeah, Tom Iron, Holland Iron has Lad. heart too, you know. Okay. 
it well, beats yeah, with a British it's, accent, it's, but it's there. Well, Jay, what do you think about all this? Is like, does the, who who makes out worse if this deal falls apart? In your opinion, um, that is hard to say. Like, I'm, I'm assuming Sony would, but if Venom did good, like, I don't remember if people liked it or not. Like, I remember it did good, but I don't remember if that was a thing where everyone saw it and hated it, and just word of mouth came too late, or if critics hated it but fans liked it. Like, it was that I one. I don't really remember. Did, did you was, watch it, Joe? Huh? Yeah, I saw it. What did you think? It was okay for what it was. It was, like, not good, but it wasn't, like, a waste of time or anything. Like, I wasn't bored or anything. Like, it was fun. It just wasn't good. Okay. Well, I just typed it into Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Just take a look. <clears throat> you always no Rotten Tomatoes. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> critically, 29% out of 330 critics. Uh, audience score out of... 38,800, 80%. Yeah. So no, cri- pe- critics okay. thought it was terrible, and the people in general thought it was, they liked it. People loved it. Like, they're excited for so, and They're even excited, like, this movie specifically says Spider-Man doesn't exist in that universe, and they're like, oh, now we're gonna te- they're gonna team up and fight Carnage. And it's like, guess what? Any Spider-Man right now don't give a fuck about Venom. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. That scene at the end with Carnage, that was a misstep like his speech from the comic book was way better where he talks about like how monsters exist and like how he is a monster like that was such a better speech than that there will be carnage yeah they might do that in the sequel though i mean that was just like a a quick after the movie thing that's like you know you only get like a minute at the most and uh, I will say, though, Woody Harrelson's Carnage, I, I do want to see what that is. Like, yeah, I want to know what happens when he plays Carnage. I, it's a weird choice. Like, I know. I'm a like, fan of a Woody very Harrelson. Weird choice. Yeah, like, it's but, not, he's awesome. What if they get, um, what's her name? Fuck. What is her name? Jennifer Lawrence? No. The one from Natural Born Killers. Oh, uh, nobody to remembers be, her name. To be Carnage? No, to be Shriek, dummy. So you would I have mean, Harrelson. Are we, not, are we not getting the of ourselves considering that we haven't but seen not, it could be woody harrelson and that girl as shriek so that'd be woody harrelson as carnage and her as shriek like mickey and mallory and natural born killers no no i i get where you're going with it i'm just saying that otherwise you'd be jizzing all over the place Juliet no. Lewis, you thinking? Juliet Lewis. Yeah, I don't want to see natural born symbiotes, but I'm sure most people would. <laughs> like, like I think it's an idea that I'm sure somebody would float in a in a in a executive boardroom, and and you know people would be excited about in general. So, well, we yeah. know they, we know they. Listen I mean, to I would show. rather see Samara Weaving do it. But that? that's the girl from from uh, Mayhem. Oh yeah, the one that's Harley Quinn without the paint. Right. I was about to say like the I'm like from those commercials Mayhem. I'm like I don't know what no. what what is Mayhem. We, we talked about it before. It's yeah. the Steve Young movie where everyone's infected with the disease that removes their inhibitions. Oh, I do remember that. Okay, gotcha. I'm not sure if I remember the girl, but you remember the girl. I'll look. I'll look it up. I'll put it like, in chat. You just, you guys just keep talking. Thank you. Thank you. I want to see the Matthew McConaughey carnage. <laughs> I haven't always had a symbiote. <laughs> 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 that, Larry. 
<laughs> what? He could do more than that. Oh, no, man. I just, you know. Can he? I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Like, Matthew McConaughey is actually one of the favorite people I like to watch on screen. And he's he's not always good, but he's usually good. It's like, it's Did so you weird. Because, Serenity? Uh, you're not talking about whatchamacallit, I take it. Like, not. The Matthew McConaughey movie. Oh, no. No, that's, I don't recognize he's that. Right. Man. Did you watch Girl, uh, Ghost of Girlfriends Past? Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, like, really, like, I. Like Matthew McConaughey being in a movie is, is usually a plus for me, even the bad movies. But which he doesn't do a lot of bad movies, not any, huh? Not anymore. Yeah, right, right. It's just that you know, like I think sometimes he makes um, choices that don't always fit like the tone of the movie which and again it's not like i dislike the performance it's just like okay well seems like that guy is in a different movie <laughs> every now and then but anyway yeah so it'll be interesting to see what happens uh you know there there's the small possibility that this is all just a marketing ploy and uh you know so that people can get hyped for when they announce that you know spider-man's gonna be in some other mcu movie or whatever and we could all go yay that's possible oh yeah that's probably that's probably the most likely case yeah i don't know i don't know if it's most likely but it, it's it's a possibility and you know i i don't i don't know that i like i at this point i don't feel like this is finalized like i don't feel like the ink is dry on this particular this particular story like it would not shock me to find out like by next week we, we find out they're back in negotiations or that, you know, they're just like, hey, you know what? We figured it out. And for some undisclosed amount, everything's back to normal again. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Would you be? <laughs> yeah. I was happy when I heard that no more Spider-Man because I literally whispered, no more Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, but let me put let me ask you this question, though, Moses. Do, do you feel like like do you feel like Sony can make a good Spider-Man movie? I feel right now nobody can make a good Spider-Man movie. OK, so are you hoping that the it, franchise dies? Yeah, like I, I don't want to see anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. You just like let Sony make their Spider-Man movie. It flops terribly. It's an amazing Spider-Man no, duology. What? It'll go just like the spider, the the, uh, the amazing Spider-Man duology. Like, I don't okay. watch it. I don't give a fuck. That's fair. Burst That's says, fair. LOL, Mo. They should give Spider-Man to the Japanese. <laughs> I would watch a Japanese Spider-Man movie. I feel like the Prove Japanese... It. There's like a bunch... There's like two or three Japanese Spider-Man movies. Oh, no. See, look. What I, wait, well, what I was just about to say was I feel like the way that the Japanese are making their movies today, a Spider-Man movie today that was like Japanese produced would probably be amazing. No pun intended. But now, I don't want to watch like 70s Japanese Spider-Man movies. I'm good. Do you want it like that one movie? That one movie, like... What is it called? The... Jupiter's in the way or something? <laughs> yeah, I, the Wandering I, Earth? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, exactly. That's a piece that's of cinematic a- masterpiece. I don't know what you're talking about. The funny thing was, I knew exactly what he was talking about, even though he was the Jupiter's in the way, and I'm like, that's not even close to the title of the movie. But I could not remember the title of the movie, so I'm so happy you said it, Oz, because I was just like, damn it. But yes, actually, I would watch that that movie. I, I love that movie. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The Earth version, like, or, or, or Spider-Man under the direction of the people that brought us the wandering earth, I I would watch that movie. <laughs> Burr's like Jupiter is in the way. <laughs> right, exactly. That's a spoiler Jupiter. to to wandering earth. We'll watch it anyway. Ju- Jupiter Jupiter's in the way is totally like the sequel to Wandering Earth, right? <laughs> 
But yeah, man. Like, it, if you haven't seen The Wandering Earth, do yourself a favor and like pour yourself a couple drinks and watch that joint with somebody you love. You'll you'll have an amazing time. Or by That's yourself. That's Netflix exclusive, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it got like fifteen thousand Emmys. Fifteen thousand Emmys? Is that what you said? Yeah, like it's the one they got to replace House of Cards. You're hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah, I it, yeah. So I, what I do want to tell Sony, I'll probably tell him on Twitter later is like, hey, if you want any shot of making a good Spider-Man movie, get Dan Slott to write it. Can Dan Slott write a screenplay, you think? Yeah. yeah. He gave up writing a screenplay to write Spider-Man the comic. There you go. Dude, did you know that there was an entire contingent of people that hate Dan Slott's version of Spider-Man? Yeah, there's a lot. I did not know that. You knew it. I like, forgot. News stories about it where he told one of them to go fuck himself. Well, yeah, but I, that was one guy. No, but he, it's it's a, there's a whole movement of people that don't like it. Yeah, see, and that's the thing where I remember him telling the fan that. And I know that the, that one guy's opinion is representative of other people, but I really didn't I didn't realize, like, I guess, like, the Dan Slot run is almost like a 50-50 kind of thing. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I was like, really? Like, people are like that? Like, there are people that feel Dan Slot hates Peter Parker. And I'm just like, what? Like, I, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, you know, and, and, and it's funny because not only did I, like, the way I found this out was because I found out there are people, like, a, a large contingent of people that were, like, super happy with uh, Nick Spencer's run right now, which I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, like, I, I haven't been keeping up with, like, the last few issues, but it's hard to read Nick Spencer's run, honestly, after Dan Slott. Um, it just feels like it's missing a little something. Yeah, like it feels like it was written in 1997. Yeah, but not in a good way. Because, you know, I know that that's kind of been a mandate for Marvel as of late. They're like, hey, bring the 90s back. Like, okay, I mean... Fine. And, you know, that works for some books and like some, you know, different writers are doing that in different ways in different books. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. I was I was kind of floored by that whole concept. I was like, what? So did Dan yeah. Slott do the first run of Superior? Yeah. Yeah. OK. Because he he, I'm reading like some of the, the stuff about how he hates uh, he does. He hates or doesn't understand Peter Parker. And they're posting some of his quotes. And it seems like he loves uh, Otto a lot more than Peter Parker as a character. Like he, th- he thinks Otto is more is more interesting than Peter because. Otto, like, for example, relationships with women, Otto is dating the the one short girl because she's smart and she's brilliant. I mean, that's what he right. sees. Where Peter Parker's roman- romances are always centered around super hot women. Yeah. And how they make him feel about himself because he's still looking for Uncle Ben's love. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But yeah, exactly. Like that is definitely. Hey, that, you know, and and oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say that uh, you know I, I never thought of I've never read Dan Slott's run of Spider Man with the idea in my head that he's writing this this way because he's not a fan of Peter Parker as a person. But you know, thinking about it after the fact, I'm like, oh well, yeah. I mean, like not only did he literally end up replacing Peter Parker, but even you know, like he did change a lot of fundamental kind of stuff. I guess. Uh, well. Yeah, no, but, but that's not true. He doesn't change. He just has Peter Parker kind of grow up a little bit. And he gives reasons for all the shit they fucked up in the past. Right, which is, I think, that's the thing that is ma- that makes the slot run one of the best ones. <laughs> at loved- least one of the most interesting to me. Like, to take the, the terrible stuff that happens and repurpose it to be good stuff. And, like, you know, retcon stuff so that it makes sense or fits in continuity and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's that's amazing. Like, look, I, you, we all know that there's been plenty of 
writers on all types of different comic books that attempt to do that and the you know the results vary wildly dan slot did it over and over and over again with spider-man and you know it's like i feel like you got you gotta love a character to be able to do that and I don't know, like, can Dan Slott love Spider-Man but hate Peter Parker? Are there people like that for, like, Superman? Are there people that love Superman but hate Clark Kent? I like Clark I, Kent more yeah. than Superman. Wait, what'd you say, Oz? I like Clark Kent more than Superman. But but I guess it's not so, like, you can like one more than the other, but do you dislike one and like the other? Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't hate Superman. Like, if anything, Nick Spencer likes one more than he likes the other. Like, he made a story about why he likes one over the other. <laughs> <laughs> you read yeah. the series? Yeah, he did. He did split like he's, Peter Parker and Spider Man. Yeah, that's true. There's two Spider Man walking around, and one's acting all Parker, and one's acting all Spider Man without checking each other. Yeah, that was a good issue, a good run of issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a cool arc, but you know, like there, it's interesting because like I I saw someone talk about that initial arc because that's like the first Nick Spencer arc, and they're basically they were saying like you know that's like a like that arc is basically a rebuke to Dan Slott's spider-man run and i'm like Larry, oh. uh for the audience uh, what does rebuke mean i'm sorry <laughs> it's basically like a a um i mean you don't have to tell me you can tell the audience right 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 for the audience uh a rebuke is basically like uh like a rebuttal or like a uh a, a show of non-approval it's telling somebody to go fuck themselves. Basically. Yeah, basically. That's the nice way of saying it. It says right here, uh, Tiger Claw says, you could argue that Moses Magnum likes Peter Parker more than Spider-Man. So much so that he wish they did more stories where were just Peter. And then he edited it, which were just... Oh, no, I guess he did say it like that. You, you've said that before, though, right? Where you... Uh, yeah, I mean, not not in that sense. Like, I like the aspects of Peter that shapes Spider-Man. Which, yeah. Like, that issue, which is my, my, it's my problems with the movies. Right, right. Part, you know, but, the, well, amazing Spider-Man movies, per se. But uh, I think the, the main thing, though, is that it's not about liking one more than the other. Because that's okay. Like, you know, you can like Batman more than you like Bruce Wayne. Or vice versa. But it's the idea of you hating one aspect versus loving the other. Like, you know, if you're like... I hate Batman, but I love Bruce Wayne. It's like, well, what? Like, who does that? The perfect example for me is when Ben Riley took over as Spider-Man, and it was he was the real Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, so everything I've read and liked to shape this hero the way he is is not it. And then, you know, Ben, for all intents and purposes, uh, Ben Riley's Spider Man wasn't so different in terms of adventures and, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as funny, wasn't as insecure, and, and mm-hmm. all. And I was like, these stories are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just, you know, it's not, yeah. He doesn't have the Parker luck. He doesn't have the, the banter the, while he's fighting. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I will say, like, I feel like, like those are things that are like key components of of spider-man though right like if you don't get the banter if you don't get like the situ- the, the well, odd thing that just doesn't go peter's way like that feels a little bit less like spider-man right we have that when you have the right parker being spider-man yeah that look that would be an interesting what if all by itself where it's like what if there was no such thing as the parker luck <laughs> you know like what if things just just go okay like like it's because you know it's not even about like things going good it's just not going bad you know <laughs> right yeah okay heck there's no part of this as my fave batman is where bruce wayne is batman <laughs> 
Word. So what should we talk about first, gents, after this? We're like, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with this Marvel Studios, Sony Studios thing. But what, what would you all like to tackle first? Do I go to oh. surf witches want blood? Sure. Let's do it. That wasn't on the docket. I know. I'm like, okay. I'm like, let's do it then. Okay. Do it last week. So You read it? Yeah, I've read it. Okay. Well, but, go for it. but we didn't get to it. Well, I mean, we could do Wicked Witches because <laughs> I can compare it to Tiki Surf Witches Want Blood. It's like all witches all the time. Fantastic Four. Okay. So you want to you wanna start us off, Jay, with Wicked Witches? Um, should I? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, you all golden right. voice son of a celibate. Sounded all good <laughs> on your microphone. Do it. So Wicked Witches is a movie based on a song by the Pickering Brothers, uh, based on the song The Witches of Dumpling Farm. And uh, in the movie, a guy gets kicked out of his house, and so he goes to live with his friend on a barn. And uh, the barn ends up being haunted by witches, and uh, he's uh, basically starts having all these nightmares. And his friend is like being a total freak, like dangerously so, like any normal person would have ran because he's just being so weird so goddamn weird like just like creepy like inhumanly weird and so they end up throwing a party and the witches come and kill everyone and then the movie stops the, at the end pretty much yeah, yeah pretty much i mean there's some details like uh they rip people apart and they do it in a way where like it's pretty obvious where they switch from people to mannequins or or where there should be a hole in the body and his intestines come out, but the intestines are just laying on top. Right. So it's like, it's, I don't know. This movie is odd. Like, <laughs> it feels genuine. Like, I don't feel like, it doesn't feel cynical. Like, these people are just out to make a quick buck. But it also doesn't feel very competent because it's like, the guy, like, the friend is too weird. It's it's so odd. Like, it's, it's not creepy because it's too over the top to be creepy. And it's not funny. Like, it's too weird to be considered funny. So it's just odd. And the guy starts having nightmares, and it's like, like, there's really no reason for him to stay on the farm. And the poster for it looked really cool. I'm going to put it in Discord right now. Um, yeah, the effects are kind of lame. The witches, like, the scares aren't very creative. Um, there's one awesome scene that I love where the guy, it's after the witches have killed everyone, and the main character, I don't remember his name because it's not important, uh, he pretends to be dead, and uh, he starts having a conversation with his friend, and uh, it's like a really interesting conversation where they basically just talk about how they shouldn't be there, and how the friends talking about like how he got his throat ripped out and uh yeah. I don't know I, like, I love that scene like it's such a cool like what? just a very cool moment right it was a good moment why real real quick Tyre Claw says so the Joker is coming to Mortal Kombat 11 and for the first time you will see him kill people in it what yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't care about the movie but or, or about the comics what never mind let's we're, we're talking about Wicked Witches <laughs> um. But yeah, that scene that Joe's talking about is cool because part of it is this guy's kind of slowly like losing his shit, you know, like there's no aspect of this that says it's all in his head. Let's get that straight. But he is like seeing shit and experiencing shit. And yeah, Uh, so just yeah, that scene was was the movie is when Joe says it's odd. Like for me, I found it odd, but I found it off putting. And that's a good thing because, you know, 
there's a certain type of horror movie that doesn't do anything remotely scary for 40 minutes. And then it's just the gore fest. This one doesn't do anything for 20. And then it's like a slow buildup. But the 20 is like the, the 20 minutes. You're kind of waiting for something. And then then it kind of happens and it's a dream. And then you see the kind of dream come become a reality little by little to a culmination of just a really good, good massacre. And I, I would like I would like to see this movie remade under Kevin Feige's direction. <laughs> With Sony's backing. Like, I'll be honest, I found the song a lot more interesting. <laughs> like, just the story from the song and, like, some of the scenes, like, where the witches are crawling across the ceiling. Like, that's kind of an awesome visual that we didn't get in this movie. Wait, it, it says the witches crawl across the ceiling? In yeah. The, in the song? Yeah. Now, why... Well, uh, I mean, I, well, hmm, that is an interesting visual. Which one? And, the, uh, huh? Which visual? The Oh, the witches on the ceiling? Witches crawling across the ceiling. Yeah. The question I have is, there's, I guess, witches aren't don't, aren't really, like, aren't established in regards to, I guess, like, for lack of a better word, lore, right? Like, you can play a lot with witches. Like, all, all a witch has to do to be a witch is have magic, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have, like, the kind of constraints or boundaries that other kind of monsters may have have as far as like mythos and lore right like not like vampires or werewolves or zombies and stuff right they generally tend to be flammable witches don't even need that much magic anymore either well if you if you don't have magic what makes you a witch uh hanging out in the woods doing magic like i'm like if you're hanging out in the woods why why are you not just like a a a friggin like lumberjack because you're a witch but i'm like what's i'm trying to figure out what the defining characteristic is like why are you not like a wood nymph? Honestly, witches don't have like we're at the point where they don't really have defining characteristics anymore. Okay, well that that's kind of the point I'm making. Where so so not even magic is a part of it. Like realistically, so oh, so you can call anything a witch as long as it's like what a woman or does it even have to be a woman? Well, a dude would be a warlock. Um, well, would he? I don't know. It depends on yeah. It does. I don't think it necessarily has to anymore. Because I'm just like a warlock. Like I mean, I know that there've been male witches. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that there's ever been a. Female female warlock but i feel like a warlock is kind of tied to magic like you can't be a warlock without doing magic right or am i wrong on that you you i'm i'm i'm, I'm genuinely asking the question i'm saying you're right it seems very magicist to me <laughs> no i just i just feel like you know like oh oh like when when you say warlock you're like you're not talking about a monster no you're talking I, about when i hear warlock i think male witch right not but, like but, gandalf that would be well, a sorcerer. But, no, that's a wizard. That's different. But you're you're talking about a magic user, though, when you say a warlock, right? right? You could make the same assumption of a, of a witch. Well, I, I would agree because that's what I thought that that was the only thing that like I'm like the only thing a witch has to do is magic and then it can do whatever else it wants outside of that. But Jay, Jay and, and Mo just now are like kind of like, well, you know, witch doesn't even necessarily have to do magic. So I'm like, well, you why watch uh, the witch? W- watch the witch. Yeah. The movie, the witch. I haven't seen it. Is that so. too much for him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I haven't seen that. But does is the witch about is that a it, does the witch do magic or no? I mean, the closest thing to magic. Well, the witch doesn't. But other witches, the closest thing to that is that they're like flying, but they're not really like I don't think they're flying by con- themselves controlling their flight. I think the devil's just levitating them. They're, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, do they have to ask the devil for levitation, or does 
The it's, devil just is just on standby whenever they look like they're ready to fly. When they're doing the ritual and he just, you know, he's just there and they're flying. Yeah, it's like, you know, when a baby holds his hands up and then you pick it up, it's like that. <laughs> it's just like that. It's just like that. Word. That makes sense to me. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Just the visual of like the devil standing by while random women are like lifting their hands up. <laughs> They're witches. They're oh, there. They're women. women with a purpose. Like my my brother says, he likes the witch because he says that the family gets tortured for not believing in God. What? Why does he like that? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. No. Like you should believe in God. Listen, I I believe in God, but I'm not gonna mess around and be like, oh well, you should believe in God too. I mean, and thank you for that, Larry. That's how we get along. <laughs> it's like, I'm just saying, like, I like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna look down on somebody because they don't believe in God. I just, you know, oh sweet. I definitely don't think that they should be tortured for not believing in God. That doesn't feel very much like what Jesus would want. But yeah, I suppose you're right. <laughs> that, that's our that's our Christian corner moment. No. <laughs> well, the witch in the so yeah, Larry. These the the. Well, this movie, Wicked Witches, takes place during their little harvest. It's when they feed, I guess, on souls. Witches are feeding on souls. Okay, got it. These are more... Uh, did you read the comic? The, the What is it? The, the Snyder comic? Witches? Yeah, Witches with the Y, right? You know, they kind of come from the woods and the ground yeah. and the earth. This is, this is like that, but those are more like monster. Right. And then... So these are kind of in between, if you've seen The Witch, mm-hmm. it's between The Witch and The Witches with a Y. Got it's it. Okay. Hybridization of the two. Got it. And uh, so they, they, they're more monsters in this movie. I guess it's, the, I guess it's where she, we should have said 10 minutes ago. It's, they're basically just monsters that serve a dark purpose or a dark lord and feed and live, you know. But they okay. all live amongst the people, too. So. Wait, so I got a question for Lawrence, then, on this whole uh, uh, witches and powers thing. So... If you had a movie uh, where it's about witches and it's these uh, men or women, whatever, going into a forest, doing doing rituals and, you know, sacrificing people and or animals in their rituals. But nothing actually happens like the, the magic is all in their head. Nothing actually manifests, but they're still going around killing people. And that's the movie. Would you still consider them witches? Because technically no magic yeah. actually happened. No, I mean, yeah, because, but I mean, it's, yeah, like in the same way, though, like that's like just, that's just like a, like realistic witch movie, right? Like, I mean, I know, like, for instance, I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, say Wiccans do this, but there's people that think Wiccans are that, right? Yes. And so it's like, if you're talking about a movie about people that just are like, you know, that just have misconceptions about what, what Wicca is, and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to, like, oh, we're going to be witches and we have to go and sacrifice people and stuff. And then, you know, hey, the, dark lord is gonna give us powers it's like yeah i I, I can see that but they're not like like they're not they're doing their it's real people think doing what they think real life witches do but that's not what real life witches actually do they're just misconception that that gives me an idea to give over to kevin feige So, I want, yeah, but, I want five percent of day I, one. I guess just from a from a, a totally though, like from a totally yeah. um what what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like from a totally um you know fictitious point of view when we talk about like supernatural kind of things, 
when you're talking about a witch, I, I thought the defining characteristic was that it's a woman with magical powers. Like, I don't, I don't, I thought that, you know, outside, like, I feel like you get to play around more with witches in regards to, like, what they can and can't do and rules and all that kind of stuff. But at its core, when you're saying a witch, you're talking about a woman with magical powers. But I, I didn't realize a witch could, like, doesn't even need to have magic. Well, I'm like, well, so at this point, we're just talking about a woman, right? I guess a woman that... I don't. I guess you don't even have to be evil. Could you be? A, you could be a good witch, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're just talking about like the only thing you need to be a witch is to be a woman. If you're not a woman, you can't be a witch. You're, then you're a warlock, right? Oh, it's been for human history. <laughs> yeah, you have clearly like, the, like the Salem witch trials. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, all of that. Even before that, like. <laughs> It's like I'm pretty sure that's a witch. If if she floats, she's a witch, and if she drowns, she was a good woman. Yeah, common sense. She's a witch. <laughs> well, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting, interesting fact is that a lot of the women who were accused of being witches were only accused because uh, they have property that yeah. someone else wanted. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not always. They yeah. they haven't discovered racism in America yet. So <laughs> right. Mad homogenous. Yeah. Even though look, they, they they discovered racism, they just thought they eradicated all the other people already. You no, know, we gave them these blankets and then they disappeared. So it sounds like witches to me. Sounds like <laughs> right. Magic blankets. <laughs> so yeah, that's interesting though. Like it's and like it it like it's almost more fascinating than anything else about witches the fact that they escaped the definitions you know what i'm saying like we have all like even like monsters that we don't really like aren't like our mainstream monsters obviously like we talk about like werewolves and vampires and and zombies there's a lot of lore around those kinds of monsters because they're pretty popular but even if you're talking about things like you know like mummies or if you're talking about like frankenstein's monster or you're talking about like the loch ness monster it's like there's kind of like defining qualities for those things where you're like yeah you can play with it a little bit but at its core it needs to be this but at this point for witches it's like wait so like and, and trust me like in 2019 i guarantee you a witch doesn't have to be like born a woman right <laughs> you can oh, no. you, you can transition I to mean, a witch technically, <laughs> technically yes but we're not gonna say definitely yes i mean well I'm, hey i'm i'm here to say definitely yes if you want to like if you if you want to if you aspire to be a witch one day i think you can i think you can do it <laughs> because i'm just like well geez like why not there's no rules apparently so i'm just like wow that's that's really interesting because i'm just like i don't like if if we're making the if we're saying basically a woman it's like how do we decide if that's a witch like say versus like say uh 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 like uh a harpy uh, a harpy is not a good example no, a succubus like, you know succ- what i mean a succubus uh is doesn't succubus start off has to live off people's life force well men specifically but yeah, but now Why, women can be uh, men too. So that's not actually that's not even true. Why? Oh no, Why? yeah, because because uh, there's also incubus. It just depends on what it what it feeds. Oh on. no, incubus is a uh, it, it lives off of men. I mean, off of uh, women's souls, right? Succubuses can live off of women's souls. Okay. Well, hey, I I thought they had one for each. Succubuses are female. Incubuses are male. But they well, both I... live off souls. So if you're a gay incubus, you're gonna live off of women of off of men's souls. And if you're a gay succubus, you're gonna live off of women's souls. But if you're a gay incubus but don't know it yet, you can't <laughs> off of women's souls. Wait. So wait. I'm like, it has to do with your sexual right. orientation. So, so you're a bicubus. Or or uh, no, the, or the a, name ha- the name has to do with your 
your gender. So if you're a succubus, you're a woman. If you're incubus, you're a male. But that doesn't mean you have to uh, feed off of the opposite sex. You can feed off the same sex. Soul's a soul. Wait, but does it have anything to do with your sexual preference? Well, that not no. if, not if you're LGBT cubus. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Not if you're LGBT cubus. <laughs> I love it. Wait, so like, so it doesn't have anything to do with your sexual orientation. It's just about a, it's a preference. What? I'm saying it doesn't have anything to do with your sexual what? orientation. It's just a preference. What is? What souls you 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 suck or you you sustain no, yourself the, on? The 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 creature. Yeah, will, will, what you prefer. The, well, the creature will take any soul, but you know if if it's a female looking creature, it's gonna it finds a lesbian. Hey, any sh- any port in the storm, you know. Tiger Claw Chat brings up a good point because really, like, what if you're just a fuckubus? <laughs> Did he actually? Oh shit! He actually wrote that. <laughs> I might have to kick him. Hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, what's about? That's not a bad word. Yeah, because he's okay. That's not a bad word. That's look. I, honestly, listen. I gotta give Tyra Claw props. That might be the funniest thing he's ever written in the chat. And the most intelligent. Like that joint. Right. That is a highbrow joke. <laughs> like I'm not used. I'm yeah, not used to that, that from Tyra Claw. That title for this week's episode. I know. <laughs> what if you're a fuck you miss? Yeah. <laughs> We can't even get we like that. That'll make it on the iTunes. I don't have to. I don't have to bleep that. On iTunes, like we're good with iTunes. It'll make it onto all games. I don't have to bleep that, right? I don't think so. I remember. I remember one time Derek goes to me. He goes, "Look, I appreciate you updating regularly and everything, doing all you do. But can you please not curse in the description? Or if you curse in the description, can you please not curse in the title?" (laughs) Okay, Derek. And then I would put the asterisks and all that, and then our shit wouldn't upload because it said insuf- in what's it uh, inaccurate. Like it thought I was trying to do code in the title. Hold on, <laughs> now, hold on. Now the, the the way the way Derek says it is he came up to us and said, "Hey, could you could you not curse in on the show description or or the title?" And the very next show is "fuck you all, motherfucking fuck, 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 bullshit, blah, blah, blah." That's the way he tells it. I mean, that's kind of yeah. That that that's kind of what happened. But <laughs> I didn't, I didn't type any of the stuff that I cussed, and I didn't type into the description. You know, it's funny, man. The title. He goes, "If you must curse into the title, into the description, can you please just not do it in the title?" So yeah. You know. But then you know, then I got in trouble from the AI because I was putting invalid characters, is what it said in the <laughs> in fields that it didn't accept. Indeed. All right. Yeah, man. So, uh. Wicked Witches. Yeah, all I gotta say about Wicked Witches is that it was a delightfully bad horror movie. Um, but it it really wasn't as bad as it could be for being, you know, an independent on a song. Well, an independent movie in general. Like I, I watched another bad movie that turned out to be actually really good called The Alchemist. I think it was based on a song or, or some hip hop guy or something, but it was actually it turned out to be pretty good. I enjoyed it. And, and thanks to Shudder, I have this appreciation for even movies that aren't technically good movies or, or, or stereotypically uh, could be considered good movies, but they end up still being good, even though they're not, you know, the effects are a little off or, you know, because it's all budget too, you know, I, yeah. with a better budget, 
it would have had even less dialogue and just crazy awesome atmosphere. I, I feel like that's like one just, of the. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Jim. I actually just saw a really good, terrible movie. <laughs> uh, the Banana Splits movie. Uh, it's like really bad, but it's so much fun. And, what is that? Uh, the Banana Splits movie. It's based on the old TV, Hanna Barbera TV show from the 60s. And it's basically about a kid going to a taping of a show and the animatronics go crazy and start killing everyone so like five nights at freddy's yeah yeah no i mean honestly i feel like that's like the one of the the best things that have come out of the the streaming era of things where it's like you know not every movie has to be good to be entertaining right and and you know the fact is if you're at home and you decide to watch something and you decide to like you know you you might spend your time but nothing else it's like even on like on sharknado level you know what i mean right exactly right look but it's bad this ain't that i think what makes this movie I don't even want to say this movie bad. What makes this movie not the great movie that it should be is the budget. Okay, so you're saying like this, like everything else is there. It just didn't have enough money to be. The score is like really good. And, you mm. know, because it's made by musicians. <laughs> so it's like they donate that time for free. They probably had that all written out before, you know. Um, but, yeah, it, it loses it in the effects. I actually, when I told Joe to watch it, I had only seen the poster. I had put, I put the poster in chat if you guys... That poster looked awesome to me. I'm like, I want to watch this. I want an excuse to watch it. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell Joe to watch it because... (laughs) (laughs) Then you could both talk about it. Yeah, we could both talk about it. And then Larry can't watch it. No. And then, and it was a screener that was given to us by the people that made it. And uh, so, yeah. And then I saw the trailer. The trailer gave me those like, oh, maybe should I, should I not, you know? But then you have the effect that Oz put in here where the chick just screams and her face is all black and and bloody. Mm Mm-hmm. That looked cool too. So it has some really cool visuals, mm-hmm. and then then it doesn't. But I, I've seen movies try to do what this movie did and really just fail. Where it's like I can't watch this. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. Look, I will say this: I've watched multiple movies based on songs, and most of them are terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's going on where people are like, well, hey, man, we had this premise for a song. It probably could be a movie. It's like your song is like four and a half minutes long. Like that doesn't like there's yeah, it's like fun. even for a short film, that's like too, too, not, not enough material. Like <laughs> like very, very few songs have enough of a concept to them that they would make a good movie. But, you know, so really we're, you're talking about a, a difference in like we're, we're talking about exactly how bad is this movie going to be at this point? Well, not the, if, if, if it's going to be good or not. The Hobbit would disagree agree with you yeah the hobbit is based on a song no but it's based it's nine hours of, well actually you, you get the extended cut you got like 11 hours of, of movie out of a pamphlet well i mean first of all the, the the hobbit book is not it's not that short it's just much shorter than the lord of the rings that's that's the comparison like look there are plenty of people out here that don't have the attention span to read the hobbit <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> which is sad but it's true. It's not. It's not. It's a much shorter book than Lord of the Rings. But it's still a book. Now, should it be three movies? No. But it could be one movie, easy. I mean, it was maybe a- even two. It could be two movies, but not. But not like if if. Well, let's put it like this: if you're Peter Jackson, it can be two movies. 
I mean, you read the book, right? I did. The Five Armies was like two sentences, and it, that that was the whole third movie. But, well, that, but what, I, what I'm it, saying is, every Michael Bay movie is three sentences, and it's a two-hour movie. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, you can expand on the Five Armies if you want to. Obviously, like you know, a a, a novel is a different medium than a movie, and if you want to visualize an entire battle, you can make that battle as long or short, as a short as you'd like. You know what I'm saying? Like what I learned that, in film school is like if the script says, oh. The helicopter came into the cityscape between the skyscrapers and then crashed into a car. Like that sentence took two seconds, but to actually put it on screen, that's ten minutes of film. Yeah, it could be right. Exactly. So it's just like I mean, and, it- and honestly, like when you talk about the Hobbit, like the five armies part isn't the part that people are like, why did this? Why is this in here? You know, <laughs> like the five armies part is one of the good parts of those of those movies. I was wondering why it was there. Really? Yeah. It's like most of the time people are like, why are, what's all this singing? <laughs> but that's Tolkien though. Like half well, of Tolkien no, shit was listen, singing. Listen. Now, if you're talking about people who don't, don't actually read the books, then okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, th- then I get you. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And, and, and trust me, it's like, like I watched all three of those movies and at no point watching those three movies did I feel like, you know what? We didn't need this in here. Like, don't get me wrong. I read the book. So I know all of it doesn't have to be in there because like, you know, to make three movies, they added stuff. But the stuff they added isn't like, it's not terrible to me. But at the same time, I'm a guy like I, I read the Cimmerillion. You know what I mean? It's like, I like that stuff. So if you want to show me a visual representation of that, I will take it. You know, I was, so, I was mad. There's no singing in the Lord of the Rings movies. And that's why they gave you the hobby. <laughs> so so hey you know it's but yeah but on the other hand ideas that bands have as screenplays and then turn into songs are actually pretty good well no i think well that's a whole different thing right yeah. like it makes a lot of sense if you're like hey i have this screenplay and i want to make a song about it you got plenty of material to mine from and then you have like of course uh you know at that point you can mess with things like symbolism and all, like it you know, like yeah, it makes a it makes much more sense to me to to try to distill a, a a movie script into a song as opposed to going the other way around. You know, it's like tech tech. Like I, look, oh, I think huh? if they made a, a movie out of Dream Theater's Metropolis, like I, I think it would be good. Look, by no means am I saying that they're not songs that you can make movies minutes. out of because that's I'm sure that that's the case because you know there's some deep songs out there, but I, most songs are not that I think. But but I might just be bias you know like, like and that's me like that's not me saying like that's not a um a critique of music i just think that you know it's it's different mediums it's like in the same way how i love video games that doesn't mean that i think angry birds should be a movie you know what i mean it's like angry birds is a the great second one was pretty good i hey it was one in the box office. I, I'm not here to tell you whether that's a good movie or not because I didn't watch it. I don't know. I'm just saying that Angry Birds could be a great game and not necessarily be a movie I want to see or or necessarily a particularly good one because Real- Lord knows number one at the box office, that doesn't mean anything anymore. So, what would you give Wicked Witches out of five? Um, uh, I wasn't really feeling it. I would give it a one. Uh, I would give it a two. Only on the effects. Damn. Only on the effects. Actually, make that a three. What what bumped it up a score? <laughs> well, the 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 face effects. Like at first, oh, they, were gotcha. they were good, but then they started. They showed you too much of it, so then you're like, then you start seeing the seams and shit, you know. So if they would have gave you a little less of that, that effect would have worked better. But also, like they couldn't even like do good simulated sex. Like this dude 
gets killed while having quote-unquote sex and it, it really looks like he's just doing push-ups and then when they kill the girl under him like it's like well i don't think that girl was under him the whole time <laughs> oh like he was doing he was doing push-ups like the the scene was just him doing the push-ups and the guy and and, and, and the woman wasn't under him probably i don't think she was under him he literally was just doing push-ups and he was grunting like push-ups too and it's like she probably didn't like him i could well, like i'm not gonna do a simulated sex scene with that guy well if she's harvesting souls like she doesn't have to like him no, but I'm talking about like the actress. Uh, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. All I know, I, it didn't look like they were in the same room. It did not look like they were in the same room. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the point I'm making. Where it's like, you know, especially when you talk about a low budget film. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you're not getting paid, right. you're like, I don't want this guy all over me. But and that, she's like, I'm not gonna like, I don't like him. I'm not gonna do it. And so they probably did. Talking. They probably weren't in the same room. That in the Harvey Weinstein school of film editing, you learn that that's the ones that do do it. Wait, what? Are getting paid the ones that do do it are the ones that aren't getting paid right yeah i guess i don't i don't know man like i feel like the only the only women that are messing around and and doing you know that strange stuff is uh are like if, if they don't want to be is is if they feel like they can get something out of it right like right like I, I mean like I, what i'm saying is that woman is probably smart enough to realize that wicked witches was not gonna be her big break then why do it in the first place well, I mean, hey, you're like, I mean, I got a gig. Like, she's like, I'll take the job, but that doesn't mean I got to let this guy feel up on me. Like, she has standards. Don't be mad at her for that. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm not even blaming her. I'm blaming the guy that's supposed to simulate, like, <laughs> simulating right. she, she had more charisma. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Joe, you saw that scene, right? It looked weird. Like, you didn't, you knew he was supposed to be having sex, but it didn't look like he was having sex, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, that was that was an interesting scene. I really do want somebody to make this movie. You know what? I'm gonna remake it with a good budget. There you go. You and you and Kevin Feige. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can, but there really just isn't a lot there. Like, I mean, yeah, there's some gore, there's some decent gore, but but the thing is, if it actually just looked better and then the effects looked better, like you would have given it a four out of five, right? Like without changing any of the of the dialogue any of the actors like a better filter on the after effects for the way everything looks like if we looked like it had been shot on actual film you would give it one more star probably right hey, does it not look like I it was would, shot on I film i would need major parts of it to be changed like they would need to direct that dude differently the one that's being like, the friend yeah um uh, the drug fiend guy yeah yeah that guy like had, his performance wasn't I, good I, like it was distractingly somebody, bad yeah i would get somebody and i would get somebody to play him that had full size teeth yeah his like, teeth, wait, his teeth were tiny? His teeth were small compared to his gums. So when he actually looked at the girls and saw all these girls, like, and he smiled, like, she had way more gums than teeth. That's scary. Yeah, but he's not supposed to be scary. He's the guy giving you drugs. Like, he's supposed to have a charming smile. The guy that gives me drugs is the scary guy. Nah, not when I give you drugs. I don't, did you give me drugs? No, I, I gave cigarettes. Oh, 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 no, that doesn't count. That's not a drug. Oh, so, yeah. It's All just a, to say, look, we spent too much time on Wicked Witches. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving right along. What should we talk about next? Uh, oh, I guess I can crowbar the Tiki Witches, like, want blood. Okay. It's the same as that movie. Got it. Comic. And basically, it's these guys that just want to catch a good wave, so they go to... Isla Diablo to to catch a good wave, but they tell him like you can't just go there because there's is dangerous. 
you know they're like fuck it it's just what they do to keep tourists away so that you know they don't they don't go there and, and pollute the place and you know make it a resort town and then it turns out there's a bunch of cannibal women that worship the devil there and what? it's cannibal women that worship the devil yeah that's a witch yeah th- yeah but oh wow and that's the that's the thing like that's why i want it's perfect to bring it up with this because the definition of witch like these girls, they have some power, but there's this one woman that has the power, the full power, and she's in, in league with Satan, and then these other women just follow her. So they technically have no real power other than persuasion and bringing men in. And they wear tikis with no shirts. And hmm. basically, this it's a recipe book for tiki drinks. So Wait, the, wait, the, the movie is? No, Tiki Witches Want Blood, the book. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like. I'm sorry. I'm with you now. Yes. So, so it has actual recipes in the book, right? So every time they're they're setting off to a different part of the story arc, it, it's, it's like written into like six chapters. Each chapter title is the drink title and what they do with it. I don't have it on me right now, so I can't tell you exactly what it is. No, that's cool. I like that. But and uh, and then you just go from there. But it turns out these two surfer guys go and then they meet these two girls, and the two girls actually like these dudes, so they don't want to sacrifice them to the devil. So then at the end, one of them, ha- the, the better surfer out of the two, has to like have a big surf off with the head witch, Mother Kahuna or Mama Kahuna. Sorry. I, I, I don't blame you for it being yeah. like, you know, it being the same thing to you. Yeah. And they do the cool comic book. It's all drawn in the style of like a Tales from the Crypt or EC Comics. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I love it. And uh, and yeah, and it turns out like they end up, he ends up winning the, the surf off and get, <laughs> you guys get the girls and then they drink more. Wow. And so I read that. I was like, I want to see this done in a movie, like in a funny, like kind of Gilligan's Island tone looking movie. Corny, campy, you know, like if you can have a Sharknado team. Yeah. If you can have a Sharknado, you can have this and it would be a high, higher quality story because the story actually flows into the drinks. Very fluid. No, that's amazing. That sounds like a recipe for like a Rocky Horror Picture Show type situation where you like you go to watch it and then you have the drinks at the right moments. Right. Yeah. it's the guy that wrote that comic that they didn't have the Grim County number one. They didn't have Grim County number two. But oh yeah, yeah. so I bought that one instead. And uh, yeah, I'll put the picture in chat on the cover. Okay. I might get booted, but I'm gonna. Did risk. you try? <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, did you try to make any of the drinks? No, no, no. I would never. I I, I don't like sweet drinks. I like. Oh, gotcha. I like well, my, you should send me the recipe so I can make it. Yeah, I like my whiskey. Like I just I like my liquor straight. I, yeah, sweet stuff. Uh, yeah i mean it's cool if you're only gonna have the one drink but it's never really the one drink you know what i mean right i know exactly what you mean it's like you got two of those like uh, like just the sweetness alone will make me barf (laughs) it's funny because when you said it like that it reminded me of that comic starve you remember um starve that was by brian wood yeah and you know like like the like starve i'm sure that the tiki witches was a little bit more structured but but starve had recipes and stuff in it too and uh it was good stuff i like i, I actually made a couple things that were in that was in the comic based on what he was talking about and it turned out amazing and the art like if you actually um search the art i'm not actually going to put the cover i'm just going to put this random art oh it's on comiXology for 199 mother what number two no, no like the one i bought for ten dollars it's 199 on comiXology oh that sucks <laughs> so most of music right here would be like serendipitous yeah bro. right <laughs> here we go no money no money no money no money 
bling, bling. What I actually put in chat is just the, the, the little thumbnail on Comixology, which actually incorporates the comic art, not the cover art. Because it's a little different in style. But I'll put the cover art too. Um, but yeah, I, I had a good... Uh, actually, yeah, I'll, the cover doesn't have any nudity. So I'll put that in. Um, but yeah, I give it five uh, five overly sweet drinks out of five. The end. Did we lose Larry? Oh, did we? Oh, no, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to laugh say-, say the pun, the pun uh, rating. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Oh, Word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like my my mic was off. Really sweet drinks out of five, Larry. <laughs> oh, jeez, jeez, rubber. Oh, all of a sudden, you decide to do work. Like you know, when you fuck up, we su- we substitute you with AI. Like you can't talk when the AI's talking. I didn't. Crap, that's a long ass clip. It is. First, I, I, I don't need the other part. That's not me. Oh. <laughs> oh, this one's you. That's not me. It is sometimes. <laughs> Green Lantern. I can't believe I made Mo read it. Yeah. You, but you made Mo read this? So, well, sort of. Like, I. I I read that issue, and as soon as I finished it, I was thinking, damn, Mo would really love this. And so I texted him, hey, you would really love this. And he assumed I was trying to trick it because he tricked me that one time. But sounds like he enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It definitely felt like a, a Green Lantern comic for Mo. So you you read it, too? I did. It should be the Green Lantern movie. No. No. <laughs> It'd be the shit. That's not what we. That's not what we want from Green Lantern. Hey, I don't know. They don't give you what you want from Green Lantern anyway. Hal Jordan in Wonderland. That bad? Like they used to. Wasn't not, that long ago? Huh? Not in movies. Well, no. I mean, not in movies. Like about, if you're saying if you're saying this is a better Green Lantern movie than the Ryan Reynolds joint, then yeah, I'd agree with you. Look, but that's not the. That's not what we're basing it on, is it? Well, no. I'm not even basing it on that. I'm like you're you're getting this Green Lantern adventure where the whole time you find out he's inside the ring, and then you want to see more real, like more grounded adventures. Like this be the shit? No, no, not for a, a right, first that, Green Lantern movie. No, a pre Man of Steel Zack Snyder would have been the shit. No, I like there are things that go right in this comic. The reason I, and I, I don't know, Mo, if you read the, the books leading up to this or if you just jumped straight into it because I mentioned it. I, I went right up to it. I was already in progress. I was already on like five or six. So I'm like, I'm, 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 I'll get there. And then so when you told me that, I wasn't busy. So I just went straight for it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the thing is, like, I, we, we've discussed Morrison's run of, of Green Lantern and my distaste for it. And, but when I got to, five and six it started becoming more a normal green lantern story and it <laughs> it was good and then seven came it, yeah it was it was good you know i mean it was it, it felt standard it didn't feel like morrison like getting weird after he arrested god <laughs> yeah he arrested god in, in, in three <laughs> you're four. under the arrest lord <laughs> but it's great did, did you read three no Oh, so then you realize because it's not even really God. Like he, the only person in the universe to doubt God and have the balls to ask, figured out that it wasn't really him. I mean, dude, like what? Who thought it was going to actually be God? No, no, no. The whole universe thought it was God. Oh, dude, come on, man. Like I don't even want to read that story where Green Lantern is arresting God, and I'm like, hey, man, leave God alone. <laughs> 
He's God, man. Enough. He's pass. This dragon one. You you can skip the first three of of this run. Start at four. <laughs> That's the number one for this run. Because it feels like, at four, it feels like he's starting a whole new story. Like, they, they kind of mentioned what he did in the past, but it's it's a whole new story. Five, five is him joining the five is him joining the Dark Stars, and that that's kind of a, a interesting story too. Six was a great story. Seven, what the fuck? Like, this, <laughs> like Grant Morrison's like, okay, well, I, I tickled your balls a little bit, but now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this weird shit. Right. Oh, what, oh, you like Green Lantern, right? <laughs> what about the ring? <laughs> what about it actually made you uh, made you think I would like it? Because it's kind of a it's a weird story, and but the art is great. Like I posted a picture of uh, in in chat of of some of the art in this. I think the 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 creatures in it. I think you would find interesting the way the story oh. is told because it's it, it feels like morrison wrote uh, a short story yeah and then they just put it on top of this he just handed it to, to sharp and sharp just drew images to it like trying to figure yeah. out what, what was happening because it, yeah. so it it kind of felt like i was reading um what's homeboy that did the raven edgar Allan poe story yeah yeah it has like an epic poem kind of feel to it right and especially because the uh the the villain in this story that's how he casts spells is through rhyme and i know moses has an affinity for for characters I, that rhyme see, see now i didn't know that if i that that changes a little bit of my thoughts on Mi- it but not enough Mirowin is green lantern's mitzel spitlick got it and he 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 has shown up every now and then just like mitzel spitlick like he he had a, a interesting beginning, like way back in like sixties or seventies or something, and then just shows up every now and then, and and he gets something happens to him. But even the way he shows up here, out of you know, technically right. out of nowhere. Well, because that's how at, he was. He was more Abin Sor's Mitzel Spitlick, and Abin Sor, <laughs> like that's the main story is he trapped them in the ring, and he's been in that right, ring which, forever. Which we get because they tell us that they don't mention anything about the fact that he he casts right where. where where, His spells in yeah, rhyme. Yeah, where, where spit like yeah, like how Zatanna has to say it backwards. He has to say it in a rhyme, and so that's why he rhymes. Got it. Well, usually all the bad magic people kind of rhyme <laughs> in DC. In DC, got it. <laughs> um, one of the things about this book, Clarion that- doesn't. <laughs> Joe, we we know that it's not all of them, or or even most of them. It's probably just like half. <laughs> Uh, Joe, did you read this book? Uh, just the dialogue. <laughs> okay. What like, I, I was tired. <laughs> like, you just told me about it today. They say, like, and, like, I got off of work, and I was, like, super tired, and I couldn't read all the little words. So I just read the dialogue. Like, I, oh. like, the, like I, the dialogue, like, the 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 words on the pages or just, like, the, no, the, the word the bubbles? bubbles is what he said. The words there's, like, set by characters. Because there's, like, five of them. Just the word bubbles. Yeah, there's right. five, There's, like, seven panels of actual one-to-one dialogue, and then it cuts off and it happens in the small epic poem that's right um so yeah like this book i loved it and the paneling the way the art was done in the paneling and then when they show you the map so it's like where yeah. they're at and they're talking and here's the thing this is how much i loved it so i read it in the press copy we got right mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what this paneling is so awesome i bet that if you actually buy the comic book and actually flow through it it's going to connect so beautifully yeah and so then i bought it digitally mm-hmm. and read it and it was the exact same thing as the press copy 
copy, only with ads in between. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So then I went and bought it physically. Oh, wow. And Wait, where did you buy All that today? Yeah. Jeez. So uh, Wait, I bought it digitally you... on Comixology. Oh, that's weird. Why? Like, I bought it today digitally, too, but I bought it on Amazon, it's so a... there are, like, no ads in it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The press copy had the ads in it. Oh, okay. okay. You said that you, I thought you said the, the copy you bought had ads in it. No, the copy, right. it didn't have... It did, the paneling didn't connect like I would have imagined it would. Oh, and the copy you bought. Yeah. So in the physical one, I still think it might connect if I like take it apart and right. piece it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you're right. And and I will say that. And I'm gonna Liam, do. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna do that. Do it. I, I would say Liam Sharp's paneling is definitely like the highlight of this book because once you figure out what you're looking at, it it adds a whole other dimension to the entire story, which is really cool. And you know, it's like. It's one of those things where I could venture that there are some people that read this probably the first time and didn't even realize what was happening. And then maybe they went back and read it a second time. Or, you know, some people read comics quick and, you know, they just don't see it at all. You know what I mean? And then they'll hear about it and go back and look and be like, oh, my God, like I didn't even realize. So that's really cool because it's like it's obvious and subtle at the same time. I love how the guys look like sharks, but they're really just a chin and a nose. (laughs) <laughs> Did you notice they're holding the, the eyes with Right. For, I noticed that too. Where it's like, yeah, they hold their they hold their eyes. Yeah. With the other hand. So awesome. And one of them has the Sinestro mustache. I did not notice that. Classic Sinestro. It's got a little bit of a curl. But I will say that, like, there's some parts of this where I was just like, like how Morrison does the whole anagram thing. I'm like, that's kind of lame. Yeah, I mean. Or maybe I will say, like, there's no good reason that how Jordan would figure that out. Yeah, because he's not smart or anything. It's not that he's not smart. It's just that. Or a detective. He was, I mean, he's not a detective. Oh, but this book is put it to you that he's a space police like detection is part of it uh, okay i don't know man i like i like green lanterns generally are beat cops right they're not detectives that would actually be a really interesting thing like what what is a green lantern detective really like you know what i mean like even though there are some characters that have more of that kind of vibe to them but but the earth green lanterns aren't really that set right i would say like john stewart's probably the closest that we come yeah if if some if i heard the name Pengoweer. I'm not making the connection he made. Yeah. Like, unless right. unless you actually write it out. And even, you know what? I read the name and it's like. Right. Exactly. Until he says exactly. it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, look, and that's the right. And that's the thing where it's like, it'd be different. Like, when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound like it's an anagram or a power ring. And then when you look at it written out, it's like, well, yeah, it is. But it's not like, there's no way you're going to figure that out. You know what I mean? It's the same. It's like looking at friggin', uh, uh, what is it? Like how they did it in Harry Potter, right? What was it? Tom. Tom Riddle or what's what's middle, I can't remember his middle name. I have no Thomas idea. Thomas Vol something Riddle. Right, and then the anagram for it is I am Lord Voldemort. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no. There's no way that, like, that's a cool scene because he shows it to you. But it's not a cool scene because you're like, oh, man, he figured it out. It's like, wait, what? There's no way you could figure that out. Who puts I am? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, uh, like it, here, this is the thing for me. Like, reading this issue, I was like, the concept of this issue isn't the problem. That's actually a great concept. It's like the execution of it is what's a little weird to me. Where it's kind of like, you know, like, it doesn't really give you an opportunity to kind of play along, to be like, oh, Oh, like we're inside the ring. I had enough opportunity. Okay. Okay. All I needed to know was that it was his prison. It's well, but I, okay. I guess like I, I don't, I'm not familiar with that character, so I didn't know. Once I knew it was his prison, and it's like okay, 
this isn't what it looks like inside the ring, but it, it does for him to keep him locked up in here. Right. And then they have to convince him to it's like, you know what? This world of yours that you love so much that we, right. we, we made it be good for you. Like, we need you to, you know, yeah. stop, you know? Yeah, I know. Right. And, and like, and, I, and that's like, that's actually a really, like the concepts are all interesting. And, and I got that, that that was his prison. But up until that, that point where, how figures it all out i thought it was her prison too you know like i was trying to figure out who's this chick i've never heard of her name <laughs> i uh i mean I, mean, I, lo- I i like i like what what they what she ended up being like that that was a cool thing yeah. and then the the way how treats her after that after after that realization yeah. I, I like all of that it's just he figured it out he it, lawrence is right he figured that out a little bit quick like, it should have been two books <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it, this definitely should not have been two books. <laughs> yeah, it should have been six. Oh, Lord. Or like she should have at least talked. The next Green talk- Lantern event is how Jordan trapped in the she, ring. She should have at least talked like the ring. I'm telling you, that a two-hour movie based on this one issue would be the shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oz, but with Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, you got the Emerald City. Yeah. Yeah, may- maybe maybe for the second one. Yeah, I just wish it, like it, if she would actually talk to him like the ring talks, which even Jurgens pissed me off one time with that started giving the ring's personality and shit. But then he fixes it at the end cuz he's such a great writer. <laughs> well, she has a personality cuz she's hijacked by this guy's world. Yeah. That's what Jurgens did too. So so Morrison stole that from Jurgens because Jurgens had the rings hijacked by Cyborg Superman. On, he worked on what they had already done. Actually, that that is really true because the last issue of that Green Lantern run, the Green Lanterns run, mentions, "Hey, the next threat, the next threat is the Black Stars," and that's what this run is. That's the yeah. threat. Like so, it's like Jonathan Hickman said, like you can't just play with the toys and leave them. Like you got to put them back. Like you. You're gonna get what the fuck you like back. I'm enjoying what we have now. That's fair. Like it's not. It's never gonna. It's not gonna stay like this. Nothing. No. Happens. No. No. I agree with you on that. Awesome. That happens. It doesn't stay awesome. <laughs> it just feels like it takes longer because it's like you know everything. If you love it, goes away too fast, and if you hate it, always seems to last. Yeah. And so it, the the thing I'll say about seven two as far as the art is pick up six read six and then go back to seven and just the contrast of art and style even though it's and the it, same dude yeah. it, it's like kind of jarring like that's what really like punched me in the face is like five, the art in five wait so is is six done by liam sharp or no it's all yeah. done by liam sharp but oh, okay the art contrast from five six and seven is fucking crazy like i how he got these all done in time? Like they probably worked on this ten years ago. You're hilarious. You know what though? That guy's dedicated. Five, I mean, five feels like things to do. Five like, feels like he did it on black paper, like Batman the Animated Series. Mm. In fact, actually, seven has a little bit of that feeling. It, yeah, six is like the most normal fucking book in this whole run. Yeah, it's like the, the full on superhero book. And I've only like, I've only read up to seven. Yeah, six actually made me feel wish like Grant Morrison should have written the Infinity Saga MCU. Yeah. So pick up Hit, the Green Lantern. Yeah. Start at you can start at four. It's fine. <laughs> Consider that number one. Unless you as want to a- get freaky, then go then start at number one. As AI Larry says, you'd be doing yourself a disservice, friend. <laughs> is there a clue of me that says that? No. no Put out, I'm waiting oh. for the uh, Jeezy Dr. Forever says, are we getting the Black Lantern next? 
imagine next year we get Black Panther 2, Coming to America 2, Green Lantern 2 with a black lead, Sasuke the Black Samurai, Blade 5. We will have all African-American superhero calendar year. We should not get Stewart before we get Gardner, right? Why? Matter. Gardner came first. Yeah, but nobody likes Gardner. That's not, I like that's Gardner. true, right? It is. No. It was between, and that was the, the big thing between them was Gardner thought he should be the Green Lantern. And then he thought he should be, but Stewart came first. No, Gardner came first. Then he lost it because he got he had to use the yellow one for a while. And then he became warrior. It was weird. Really? Yeah. It was it was Jordan Gardner. Then Gardner loses it, and Stewart gets it. Yeah. You but didn't know that. Even when Gardner got, no. he wasn't like official either, right? Uh, maybe. Dude, that was a long time ago. Because all during Death of Superman, he had the yellow ring. Yeah, but that's because he got the the green one taken away because he was an asshole. I'm saying, like he had the yellow ring for a long time. Yeah. He he. It was actually supposed to be Sinestro's ring that he had, like he legitimately took away. Yeah. No, Guy Gardner. Gardner came first. In fact, oh, I actually, thought John Stewart came first. Actually, Gardner was chosen before Jordan, but Booster Gold no, showed I, up. I remember them <laughs> retconning that, but I thought I thought Gardner came after uh, uh, Stewart. You would think that. I mean, okay. I mean, what can I tell you? I'm not a lifelong Green Lantern fan. Neither am I. Okay, but I'm not a racist like you. Damn. I don't know what to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't know. You should know. <laughs> Well, I guess now I will. Let's just hope you don't forget. I probably will, too. But either way, for the movies, you don't need Gardner at all. Like, to make a next movie with Jon Stewart. I mean, you the next movie shouldn't be Jon Stewart. It should be a reboot of Hal Jordan. Mm, no. What, what do you mean, no? Why no? Hal Jordan Blackstar. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think we should redo Hal Jordan. I like the idea of, you know what, bring Gardner and uh, Stewart together. Yeah, and just call them, you know... Two eight one four point two and point three. Why? Why would you bring them both in together? Like, why? Why not let them have one have a movie and another one have a movie? So well together. What? They work so well together. I guess I. You know, I don't know. They work well together. I mean, it wouldn't be like sharing. Like, I mean, honestly, if you're not doing mosaic, I don't think you should do a, a John Stewart solo Green Lantern movie. Why? Because that was tight. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> like Mosaic is a, is, like, it, like, I can understand why you're saying, okay, that would be the story to do. But I'm just saying, like, but you're, you're basically saying you shouldn't do any solo Green Lanterns unless it's that story. I mean, or no, I mean, any John, solo John Stewart unless it's that story. Like, somebody could potentially come up with a good John Stewart story that's not Mosaic. Well, look, just like they came up with a really good Hal Jordan story that wasn't Emerald Twilight. Are you saying that like sarcastically? Or you no, I'm it? saying like they, they couldn't do a good Hal Jordan movie. Like why why do you think they're going to actually try to do a good John Stewart movie? Well, I mean, I think that that just has to do with the creative team. It doesn't have anything like Ryan Reynolds doesn't really have any business look, being Green Lantern. Two people that love Green Lantern wrote the Green Lantern movie. Who, who are those two people? Mark Guggenheim and Jeff Johns. Okay. Look, listen. Uh, let me put it like this. I don't believe that those two guys, like the what ended up on the screen, I don't believe was their first draft or or their draft of that movie. Let me put it like that. I feel like if if the script they turned in as like, okay, this is our draft. If that was made, that would be a better Green Lantern movie, I think, than what we saw. By the way, I I looked it up. Guy Gardner was uh, Hal Jordan's backup in the '60s. Stewart didn't show up till the '70s. I mean, we believe you. 
I don't think you do. I no, mean, I mean listen, I, I, there's not a lot. There's not a lot that that about Green Lantern that I would doubt you on Oz. I just didn't know. I thought I thought he was the second Green Lantern, but he was the third. He was Stewart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought Stewart was the second Green Lantern, and, but he was the third. Then Guy Gardner took over again when John Stewart went to do his TV show. <laughs> When he was like the Daily Show, and no, that's Rod, what that's when Kyle Rayner showed up. That's when Rod Stewart decided to quit his music career to protect our sector in space. There it is. Not to be confused with Stuart Scott, which is a different black guy. Nobody says Scott Stewart. No, no, Stuart Scott. I don't know who that is. Is he related to Alan? Yes, actually, yes. Okay, I give uh, this issue of the Green Lantern five out of five emerald bong rips. <laughs> I didn't understand the joke. I think that's my that's my lack of of weed you, smoking. You read that issue, right? Huh? You read the issue? Oh, oh! You're saying it's like a psychedelic thing? Well, it's a psychedelic thing, and my bong happens to be emerald in color. And oh, then so they cool. talked about how everything was green, a shade of green. But now, as it's dying, it's kind of sh- going into a different shade of green. It went over my head, Mo. I apologize. I did it in like three different levels, and you still didn't get it, man. You need to I open third eye. Not high enough. Need to let go of these earthly shackles. Exactly. Perception. Well, I'll give it three bong rips. I like you oh. know. I I like the like the concept. I liked. I didn't. I didn't like the execution in regards to the storytelling, but the the art and the paneling are fantastic. Heck, there's no part of this says mm-hmm, and Oz says no mm-hmm today. Or you know, Mo has the jitis. It's actually not jitis. It's mm-hmm related. Uh-oh. I went, oh, caught a venereal disease. No, I went to a concert on Saturday, and my voice is still gone. Because you were the lead singer? I was the co-singer from in the audience. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it is, like, connected to Fantastic Forum because it's a band called Demons and Wizards, which is the singer from Blind Guardian and the guitarist of Iced Earth forming a super group. And Iced Earth does our final thought music. And then they actually played that song that's our final thought music. That's awesome. So not only that, but you had the singer of Blind Guardian singing the Ice Earth song that is our final thought music. So I went fucking nuts. And that's how I lost my voice. Uh, <laughs> did you like, give a final thought? Huh? You gave him final thoughts. I did give a final thought, but nobody could hear it. Yeah, it was awesome. I guess that was my heavy metal minute explaining my lack of voice. Oz put music to it in chat in post. <laughs> chat. <laughs> it's like a whole bunch of put a whole bunch of notes in the chat. Yeah. yeah. Cool. We got anything else to talk? Oh, we still have House of X and Powers of X. Oh, dude, can we please talk about this? Yeah, I mean you can. I'll, oh. I read it. I still have no. I fucking hate Jonathan Hickman. Oh, why do you hate Jonathan Hickman? No. Mo, why do you hate Jonathan Hickman? I have no idea what's going on. Oh, Mo. Well, I don't can get, understand don't powers of Wait, are you reading them in the proper order? I read them in the order that Larry tells me to read them in. There's yeah, a page which, that has yeah, the order. I, I gave him the right order. Well, at least I gave him the order they came out in. Well, yeah, Is that's that the proper the order. order you have to read it? Yeah, that's the proper order. House powers, house powers, house powers. Well, no, no, but like, say, the, the no, latest issue came out. To, that, yeah, the latest issue came out today and it's actually powers. So it's what? house powers, house powers, and then another powers came out to this week. So it's not always house powers, but. And if it's anything like, well, I don't know. It has a history of stuff coming out when it's not supposed to come out, too. <laughs> I, all these bitch, books are coming right. out when they're planned to come out so far. 
Look, all I'm, I'm just going to have Larry explain the whole thing for me. We'll do the uh, the audio version of an idiot's guide to <laughs> Hickman's X-Men. We'll call it Explained. <laughs> It'll be a podcast experience, three episodes once it's over. Stay tuned for that. Fantasticforum.podbean.com. There you go. No, but for real, though, I will oh, say Oh, wait, that. wait, wait. Hold on. But first... So it is House Powers, House Powers, and then a second Powers as part of the order. Yeah. Because that's, well, that's the, what's in the, the reading ordered list. Yeah. I yeah, hate Hickman too. I'm just saying that it doesn't, it's not always House Powers, House Powers, because today a, 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 there was a second Powers that came like back to back. Right. But the second Powers is also, it's part of the reading order. It's Power Power. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, it, that's, it's, so, it was supposed to be a Powers that came out today. Yes. I don't like Hickman. <laughs> Look, what I will say to you is this, is there's there's no reason to like, like, if you're reading these books and you're not quite understanding everything that's happening, that's okay, because that's happening to a lot of people. Like, I've been, I've been seeing and reading stories and hearing people do videos talking about these books and either having the completely wrong ideas about what's actually happening in the books, and not because they're speculating, but literally, like, not comprehending what they're reading. Yeah. And I've also seen people who are like, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. I've been reading X-Men for, like, 25 years, and this is the first time I've ever read an X-Men book, and I'm like, I'm not sure what's happening. And you know what? Hard. They're not saying, but keeping in mind that nobody's saying that's a bad thing. They're just like it's it's different. <laughs> like nobody's like it's bad. They're just like I don't I I'm, I miss I feel like I'm missing stuff. Well, I, look, well I, I've read these books and just the house books. There, there's two of those. They don't feel connected. Each one feels like a standalone. Well, no, because you have to have powers in between. But the powers don't like those are like telling the future and the past. No, yeah, it's no, it, it is definitely like, and, and you know, I know I might have mentioned on the like the first time we were just like just touching on it that you may be able to read one and then not the other. But I was wrong. You have to read them both. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's going to make much more sense to you, but it will make more sense than it's making now if you're reading both as opposed to just one. And, you know, here's the thing, Larry. Like, OK, so I was like, OK, I'm going to read a, a X-Men title. It's going to be more streamlined because even if it's two books a month, like two titles a month, like, OK, I'm good. You know, right? that's a lot better than like six or eight in the like past however many years you've been reading. Yeah. Time where I could do that with X. Right. We had uh what is it? The 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 one with Cable and Rogue on Genosha book that was happening alongside Manifest Destiny and then alongside Emperor Vulcan. Like right. I, and I read all three of them. Yeah. Like, it was tight. You got Mike Carey on one, yeah, Baker on the other and Matt Fraction on the other. Right. I'm in heaven. Right. But with those, I, can, I it was easier to keep track of those three sagas. Right, was to these four issues of House yeah. Powers of X. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, look, and it's like, really, does he like? He doesn't really think comics people are this smart, right? <laughs> he get mad when you switch genders of a character, and the character still exists with a different name, but then the other one isn't. You know, like <laughs> motherfuckers stop buying books because a character all of a sudden is a Muslim. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and it's the followers of that company too. Like, is uh, like, what the fuck is he thinking? <laughs> I, I think, I think Jonathan Hickman. It's like literally yeah. people were mad that Captain America was black because he was Sam Wilson, and then you literally still had Captain America in another title, but they were still mad that he existed. Right, right, right. No, I think, I think Jonathan. That's like, who he's I, writing to with these X Men books. 
Ask him who he's writing to? No, that's who he's writing to. Oh, got you. Right. The people that were mad that there's a black Captain America at all. They're not the smartest bunch. It, I, I will say, like, I feel like Hickman gives his audience a lot of credit, I think, to a degree. But also, I think, you know, like, Hickman is one of those people that writes, like, for himself more than anybody else. Right. That's and, how and you sell stuff. That, say what? That's how you sell stuff. Right, right. Because that means you really have a vision, right? You're like, if I wrote X-Men, this is what I would do. And Hickman goes, like, goes all in on that. I love how Amazing Spider-Man, let's feel like the 90s X-Men, make it feel like Star Trek's boring. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, man, like these books are selling like hotcakes. Like it's crazy because, you know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, like part of it is people like kind of like nobody wants to admit they don't know what's happening. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Say what? Lucky for them, I'm here. (laughs) Look, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I got a full understanding of what's happening. But at the same time, I'm into the idea of, like, let me, like, I I read almost every comic book I get twice just on GP. You know, like, I'll, I'll do an initial read and I usually, like, revisit it not long after that, right? But, you know, most comics aren't even worth that second read. But a lot of times, you know, I'm just like, hey, just in case I miss something, right? But Hickman, it's like, I feel like like it's like one of those movies where you don't even understand everything that was happening until you read it the second time or you watched it the second time, right? Like, you watched it the first time, there was a big revelation at the end, and you're like, damn, that what, what happened at the end changes my, my perception of everything that I had just watched. So it's like, I want to watch it a second time knowing what I know now. Like, that's like Usual Suspects. I heard that was like one of the first movies that I ever felt that about. When I watched Usual Suspects the first time, I'm like, man, this is a cool-ass movie. I got to the end, mind blown. And I'm like, I, I need to watch this again right now. Because now that I know this, that's going to, it's basically like watching a different movie when I watch it the second time. That's how and that's the first four saws. That's like the first four saws? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, look, I, I understand that reference because of Jay. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> I saw the first saw. I, I, I watched I watched two as well, but I didn't I can't watch anymore after two. After that guy fell into the needles, I'm like, I'm kind of done. It was a woman that fell into the needles. Oh, I'm sorry. After that woman fell into the needles. Oh, yeah, you're right. The guy you had should watch on his that one. Yeah, watch There's him. one more you should watch. No, I, no, no, I don't no. remember what number it is. I'll, no, no, I'll rewatch it. Three and no, four. I'm done. No, it's not even that bad. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, they get they get weaker as they go on. I look. I I don't have to watch Slaws because I have Jay. Well, you have to watch The Witch and Hereditary. Oh, listen, listen. What I need to do is keep reading these Hickman X Men books. That's what I need to keep doing. Well, Hickman yeah. Hereditary. H- Hickman Hereditary. Is what you said. Hey, he wrote Hereditary. No, he did. No, he didn't. I know. <laughs> but yeah, man. Okay. So the big the big. For those that haven't read these books, which I would highly recommend you go out and buy one like that. you, I would I would recommend you go buy them if you can. They're selling out in a lot of places and there's like a lot of speculators buying up variants and all this other kind of stuff, which is a, actually that's a conversation probably for next week that we should have. Because I, I had an interesting conversation about variant covers in I, Jeffrey's I did too. Today. Apparently there is a secret cover for the current issue that my comic shop said, well, you can go bid out and out of eBay on our eBay. No, there, there is, yeah. I like actually, I, I, I was able to pick that one up today, and so the secret, super secret variant. Yeah, I think if it's the one that that it's the um, it's the one with magic. Nightcrawler and um and and magic. Yeah, I, I called her female Thor and looked stupid in front of my comic book provider. No, you, you called her stupid female Thor. If, if on she looked like Valkyrie. 
I mean, she's blonde and she has a sword, so I guess she's got the little thing on her things. I'm gonna post it. Yeah, but know. yeah, but yeah. No, I, I was able to pick that one up today. I mean, she's been in games. Who picked how, up the game? How much were they saying you have to go bid on it for at eBay? He said he he said that he just puts it at cover price and lets the people decide what they want to pay. Got it. Yeah, no. Supposedly, like speculators are like are are lapping up these variants, man, and they're going for ridiculous amounts of money online. Can you tell him like thank you for fucking up your customer? Uh, tell sure. who? Like, so the guy sells his comics. Oh yeah, yeah. That like that's not right. Like at the very least, like Jeffrey. Like put that that variant aside for me because they knew that you know I wanted all the variants and they now keeping in mind I think this is like a one oh I don't know if it's like a I, I feel like it's a one of fifty or something or one of I don't know if it's a one of fifty or a one of one hundred but you know basically you need a hundred you have to order a certain amount of books before you get this variant and so I did have to pay more for it but I got it you know and so paid more because Jeffrey paid more right exactly exactly which I you know if like you have to hundred dollars. Huh? He didn't give it to you for three hundred dollars just because one of his workers was willing to pay two fifty. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He was like, "Hey, you know, like I, I think I paid fifteen bucks for it or something like that." That's reasonable. Ain't yeah, it? it is reasonable, right? And for so, you, he knew you would want it. Say what? He put it aside for you because he knew you would want it. Exactly. I apologize for my voice. No, 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 no worries. But yeah, exactly. And so you know, and it's crazy because you know, look, the sad fact of the matter is, I was looking at the book and I saw it was priced different than like the the regular cover basically looks just like that except that they're 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 two you know they're two characters in the book um Rasputin Cardinal and, and damn it what's the other one's name Rasputin Rasputin thank you Cardinal and Rasputin which are basically like a red looking like it's the the character that looks like they, they look like He's the colors that we're seeing where it looks like a, a mix between Gambit and and um Nightcrawler and the other one that looks like basically like Colossus and and magic put together so that the the regular cover looks like that, except it's the amalgam versions of them. But at first, I didn't recognize the difference because, you know, I was just like, I, I wasn't looking hard enough, which is ridiculous because one is literally blue and the other one's red, but such is life. And I was like, huh. But then I realized, I was like, oh, okay, that's what it is. So I'm like, that's cool. But yeah, but but House of X and Powers of 10 are basically new status quo for the X-Men. It's, it's them going all in on this mutant nation idea and like in a way that we've never really seen before because it's not just them like saying okay well we have our own place to stay and we're giving we're offering mutants the chance to like come and hang out this is literally like them becoming a world power and saying like you got to recognize us as a nation they create their own alphabet slash language which i'm this close to learning by the way which is crazy and like just their own culture there they have exports that they're giving to the rest of the world and using uh krakoa as like a home base and having like having um, the ability to have like consulates all throughout the world and beyond. And so it's really interesting. Like House of X one is basically kind of introducing us to that particular concept. Powers of 10 is what Oz was talking about, where it kind of introduces you to the idea of the X-Men beat like in, in the future, and, which it's like a hundred years from like in, in, in a time, like in the timeline that we're kind of in now, or at least that status quo we were talking about. But House of X 
2 is where the big kind of revelation comes in. And, you know, props to Marvel for kind of marking it early where you're like, it literally, when they show you the reading list, they had, had like a red mark across House House of X2. Like something big is going to happen here. This is the, re- the big revelation in that book is you find out Moira McTaggart, which is a long uh, character that's been a long time or a long time character in the comics where she's like a human geneticist that has been an ally to the X-Men for years and years and years. You find out that she's a mutant and her mutant power is reincarnation. And she basically lives a lifetime, dies, and when she reincarnates, she has all the knowledge from that previous lifetime from the beginning. And so House of X2 is basically a comic about Moira McTaggart living multiple lifetimes and what she's doing with that knowledge. It's definitely a book worth picking up. It'll be hard to find probably, but if you can find it, well, it'll be hard to find physically. I'm already seeing it for digital copies, right? I'm already seeing it for thirty bucks on eBay. Yeah, because it's it's such a pivotal point of of x-men i guess because it's a it's a big revelation for this character that yeah it's starting it's 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 gone it's basically a a character that we all knew was a human and turned out secretly she was a mutant and that by itself is is like the issue itself is amazing just because it literally shows you multiple lifetimes of this character well he skips one but you get the rest i mean yeah i didn't say it shows all of them i said it shows multiple Right, right. And he does, yeah, he does in fact skip one. And that's Hickman being Hickman, where it's like, you know, life six is going to be something like a doozy, right? But either way, the way that it shows her dealing with her finding out about her mutation and what she decides to do about it and how it is she goes about coping with that revelation of uh, on her own is pretty amazing. That particular issue, uh, uh, it, it, it kind of lays the foundation for everything else that we're reading because it, it shows us when you read how of X1 and Powers of X1 or Powers of 10-1, you're kind of like, okay, I understand what I'm reading, but I don't understand exactly everything that's happening. And then House of X2 kind of puts what you read previously into a context that makes it more, a little bit better, like a little bit more comprehensive, in my opinion. It doesn't give you all the answers, but it gives you more. Doesn't the Powers book kind of nullify all of that, though? No, it doesn't. Because they get to... Either way, um, they never resolve the the human mutant problem because either way, a hundred years later, they they're still in this war. A thousand years later, it's it's getting weird. Like the Sentinels are. Is Nimrod a Sentinel? Is who Nimrod? Yeah, yeah. Nimrod is like the the he's like a, the, like the most advanced version, right? That, of Sentinel. I mean, that's still like hunting them, and then but then Nimrod becomes Mogo. It's weird. Nimrod becomes Mogo. Well, but like, here's the thing, like, this is what like, this is kind of the beauty of Hickman and what he's doing where, you know, he gives you a little bit like each issue, right? Like, at least so far for me, almost every issue I've read of this story so far makes me, you know, I'm just saying, okay, I read a book once and most books I read a second time, even though most of them don't require it or, you know, they don't merit it. But a lot of time it's just for me to be like, ah, let me just read it one more time real quick. Make sure I got everything right. Hickman. Well, I'll put it like this. I probably read House of X number one. Like when when that that week it came out, I probably read it like three times. Then Powers of Ten came out, right? Number one. And I read Powers of 
10, number one. And then I was like, let me go back and read House of X number one again. And then I read Powers of 10 a second time. And then, you know, and like, I, I, I just keep going back to it. Whenever a new book comes out, like today, Powers of 10 number three came out. I read Powers of 10 number three, and then I went back and read all the other books before it again. So I haven't read Powers of 10 three a second time yet, but every time I read one of these books, it puts, it gives me a little bit more information and puts all the stuff I read before into a slightly different context which is i'm sure annoying as hell for some people but for someone like myself i love it it's like it, it makes me feel like this is like this is what i read comics for for stories like these because you can't you can't do that in a movie you can do it in a tv show in fact that's kind of like that's what made um like dark amazing right dark will have an episode that will make you rethink everything you saw up until that moment you know and it'll make you want to watch all the episodes before it again because you know you have a you watch it in a different context and it feels like like a whole different show that's what power that's what house of x powers of 10 is doing for me too where i'm just like every time I, a new one comes out i get a, a tidbit of information and then i'm like dude let me go back and read them all but i can understand why that's not everyone's cup of tea <laughs> even though apparent like apparently it's enough people's cup of tea because these issues it's hard to find them i'm pretty sure second printings i think second printings of of uh house of x number two came out today too like that's how like they knew it was going to be popular and wasn't going to be on the stands and so they had them ready you know yeah, that's why that's why you got to get pull list yeah i mean i yeah. i have every one of these issues because i have a pull list right right except for the cover you want it i look that i didn't even i don't even know who the fuck those two are <laughs> i mean i know nightcrawler but i was like oh, yeah okay nightcrawler and valkyrie that's cool he's like yeah it's the the original blah 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 something something x-men x-men i don't know you don't know magic colossus's little sister those are no i remember no. That's fair. Listen, I didn't know John Stewart wasn't the second Green Lantern. It happened. Right, and everybody knows that. I don't think everybody knows that. I bet I could go to 100 people on the street and Dude, 87 of listen. them will say, yep, that, that's the proper order. You don't remember when the Green Lantern movie came out and everybody's like, why'd they make him white? Who said you don't that? Remember when that happened? Who said like, that? that happened. I don't remember. I don't that remember. At all. Because. As far as everybody was concerned, Green Lantern was black because that's who they grew up with watching the the Justice League cartoon. Oh, well, those people are idiots then. Why that's are you going to idiot people. sites? That's most people. Well, most people didn't like the movie overall anyway. Right, because they were like, where's the black guy? That's not Green Lantern. <laughs> like, why is Ryan Reynolds in this? <laughs> but yeah, man, like... Um, yeah, and no, I I didn't want that cover. Like, it, apparently it was a secret variant. Actually, like nobody knew. Like, it just showed up the way he made yeah. it seem. No, I I think I don't think it was. Um, I don't think it was solicited. And I think if you happen to order enough enough books, they they sent it. Which Marvel does that every so often. Like that actually happened with um, they did it with uh, Spider Man and Venom, where they had like these secret variants that had like blood splatters on them, and it's like literally the same cover except that they have like blood like blood splatters on the cover, and it was that same kind of deal where they just showed up. So I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird thing, I guess. I mean, realistically, you can't even knock a secret variant at this point when you have like the walking dead just announcing their last issue is like coming out the next day oh that secret variant bugs me because because uh, those characters aren't in that book like green lantern 7 i have uh i think it's a variant cover and it's got lanterns on the cover that don't fucking show up in the book yeah got jessica cruz chip is in there i'm like this is gonna be a cool story nope nope <laughs> Yeah, Hal Jordan and I think it's Condorito. <laughs> it's it's who? 
Condor. The Mex- Who's that? It's the, it's the little Mexican Condor. The Mexican Howard the Duck. But he's a Condor. There's a Mexican Howard the Duck. Can, can yeah. I put that and get that in chat? I want to see what that looks like. Yeah. I he's, feel like. My nephew El Condorito. That was his nickname when he was little. Mexican Howard the Duck sounds like something. Dude, I he just had a movie. Like, yeah. like a huge one. So he reviewed the movie on the show. Who reviewed it? We did. We reviewed a Mexican Howard the Duck movie on our show. Yeah. yeah. You said was the I same. There? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was when. When we were at Joe's place in Long Beach, still does does Condorito have sex with women too? Yeah. Wow. Good for him. He smokes. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Con- Condorito smokes in 2019. He's yeah. like, I don't even go to the smoking section. Yeah. He bangs chicks, and it's for kids. <laughs> That's hilarious. But Mo, you there was a Green Lantern that you you thought was that dude, right? Just red. But yeah, but I've seen that guy before. I don't remember that dude at all. I know I saw him on fuck. I, one of the first Green Lantern shit I ever read was just it was like when it did stories that weren't like in continuity per se because they were a little more dark or racy and it was one of those uh, not quite an Elseworlds but it was printed in that format and it was still in continuity but they didn't want the regular kid readers of the Green Lantern to do it so to read it so they did their own more adult one before Vertigo existed and he was in I think he was in the movie too yeah, but they had those wide shots with like all these. I mean, Buzz was in it, but he didn't do anything. So, so Condorito has a daughter. Yeah, I told you, he bags chicks. And and who, who, who's the albino guy? I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't oh. seen. I haven't seen. I haven't read his comics in a while. I should pick him oh. up. Though. That art is more new. Like, got it, got it. That's like the continuing adventures of Condorito. Got it. No, no, no worries. No staples, Condorito. <laughs> Billy OK Freedom Fighter says Condorito. This changes everything. Yeah. Um. But listen, just just so we can like freaking wrap this whole thing up you should mess with these x-men books they're like amazing uh high concept yes as jonathan hitman is but i think you'll enjoy it anyway because you get enough that it will intrigue you if nothing else but this whole thing like what what makes i think the most interesting concept is the x-men as they've as they've been in the past with like xavier dream and Magneto's vision of what mutants should be and Cyclops's like hybridization of both of those things. This book is taking the idea or the concept that none of those particular concepts were right. It's what's right is all of those together and this is like literally all the mutants coalescing under one banner to try to help themselves thrive as opposed to like just survive and like I said it's a mutant nation that's like getting recognized by the great nations of the world and putting themselves in like making a power play on on i want to say a global scale but really it's beyond that it's it's like yeah it's beyond that so pick up the book check it out it's pretty awesome wait a minute man condorito condorito is out here messing with freaking latin stan lee yeah Yeah. that's that's capitan condorito america Capitan Condorito America with with an accent on the end. That's a uh, El Increíble Green Card. That what? That is that really what they call him? No. Oh, that's hilarious though. Green Card. I'm like, what? This is the only joke I could come up with. That is funny. I love how the poster for El Condorito la película doesn't have him on the on the poster. Who who are those women? Well, one's is he bang, I think he bangs both of those. 
Well, I Wait, think so the, this is like a CG movie? The the red dress. Action. No, it's no, what? no. That I think that's the actress playing that character. Because here's here's the uh, the DVD cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's just the the hot actress playing the hot love interest, which he bangs. So it's, it is a CG movie. Yeah. Well, it's it's live action as the Lion King. <laughs> Some would say more because there's humans in it. Really okay. Freedom Fighter has pre-ordered everything I posted. <laughs> Why does the fact that there are people in it make it more live action? There's no there's people CG. in Lion King. Yeah, but look, what'd you say before, Jay? The the live action part is what? The ground? Right. That was a nostalgia critic making a joke. Like, what's, uh, uh, it was like, come check out our live action Lion King movie. Like, what's live action about it? The ground. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> I'm going to look for Condorito comic books. Billy okay, Freedom Fighter says, why do we get losers like Doctor Strange and not this baller? According to this DVD cover, he bangs hot chicks and fights aliens. Yeah. What more do you want? It's like Tony Stark. But better. Better because you don't have to CG his face into a suit. You just have to CG his whole face. You just said CG everything. It looks more natural. Right. Cool. Real quick, as a dummy, like I would endorse this Hickman book. I'm sorry. Wait, was that a question? No. As a dummy, I would recommend this Hickman book. Oh, got you. There you go. Endorsement. I'm okay with the story, but I feel like... Like I've seen it before. Where? In a book. Oh, you dumb. Stop this, Oz. Stop this madness. <laughs> it would have been funny if I remembered the title and or author. <laughs> right. It's like, look, we talked about this, of course. Like, what? Was that last show or the show before? I don't know. Last week. Oh, okay. But yeah, like Jonathan Hickman definitely took the concept, but it's not like or the concept for a character for, for Moira McTaggart living multiple lives or whatnot. But I don't I have I, never read the book, but I'd be shocked to find that, you know, the concepts that he's using in this book mirror. Like I, I, I'd be okay. shocked. You'd be honest if uh, if it did. You'd be shocked. If, you would not be shocked if it did. No, I would be shocked if you were honest. Are you listening to me over the TV, aren't you? Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but he was honest, right? I mean, he said that he's a fan of the book and has read it. And if you read it, you still wouldn't, and it, and it was the case, you still would be like, no, I don't think Jonathan Hickman did that. So I'd be shocked if you were honest, is what I'm trying to say. Oh. Voice is all fucked up, and you don't have an actual monitor. Well, I will say that if I had read the book and I felt like that was the case, I would I would admit it. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, whatever. It's just you know, but realistically, I mean, dude, there's so many ideas that he has, he's putting out here. It's like to mess around and be like, oh well, he's plagiarizing because one of the like dirty ideas he put out there feels like an idea like I had. It's like it's not like a story idea. It's literally a like a, a concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> okay. You heard that, didn't you? I did hear that loud and clear. Who cares? Get to some news. We're still doing Let's news. Do I mean, we can. We can, we can end like. Comic book news. We should have a like uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. <laughs> Spider-Man left Disney. Yeah, I'm happy. Yay.
I was still like Marvel doesn't know what to do now because they banked on him being the next Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, what's uh what's uh Doc Justice in the J team? Any of you guys know? No. Wait, did we lose? Or? We lost. Three. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm here. He's no else. No, no, I wasn't. I, I I turned my mic off while the thing was going on, and I thought I put it back on, but I didn't hit the button all the way. So the Runaways are becoming Doc Justice in the J team. What the hell? I don't know what that. I don't know who those people are either. The Runaways? No, Doc Justice and the J team. I don't know what that is. That Doc Justice uh, and his J team in the upcoming arc of Runaways, starting with Runaways twenty five. Mm. Is there a, a doctor of justice? Are you talking about? Are you talking about like justice that was in the Avengers? No, can't be that. It's supposed to be the new hot team like Avengers, but it's in the Runaways book. I mean, that would be an interesting move for him. It's a Nick Lowe book. Nick Nick Lowe is editing. Mm, I don't read this crap. <laughs> I mean, there's only one Justice I know in Marvel. Yeah, but it didn't say Justice. It said Doc Justice. I mean, people change their names all the time. Like Boom Boom does it weekly. Let's see. Well, it looks like the part of the Marvel universe that will never be the same again is the Runaways part, as the popular character will join Doc Justice and become his J-team in the upcoming arc of Runaways starting with Runaways 25. Like, you yeah. you guys are the Marvel guys. I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm reading. But there's Marvel guys and then there's Runaways guys. And Joe... Yeah. <laughs> oh, the writer is Rainbow Rowell? Not ringing any bells, huh? Rainbow who? Rowell. R-O-E-L-L. An artist, Andres Genolet. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Sounds like no one cares. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I'd have to look more into it. Okay. The end. <laughs> But I'm looking at a story here that I'm not quite believing. Like, I'm seeing a story that says that Matrix 4 got greenlit. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a prequel. It is? Yeah, it's going to be like, it was going to have a young Morpheus. And that's like all I know about it. Are you just going by the previous story of what they were trying to do with the rebooty thing? Because what I'm seeing is like uh, uh, Neo is a movie with, with Neo and Trinity and that Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss are, yeah. are signed. Yeah. I was just going about what they were saying before where the Wachowskis were not involved. Oh. But now I guess this is what's going to happen instead of what they were telling us before. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, I, I mean, can they just do a Matrix 4 with those characters? Like, is there going to have to be like a time jump? Like, they're kind of a lot older, right? It doesn't matter. Well, it's going to be a time jump if they have the same characters. They could just see GM Young. That's true. You could just see GM Young. Just stay at the NHT. Just sit back and relax and wait. No, but that story ended with a truce, right? So something has to break the truce years later. It's not like, hey, the next day. Well, you know, the 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 MMORPG like told a whole bunch of stories after that I mean, that were really supposedly in canon. Nobody played that. I did not long because I didn't have a good enough. Yeah, if you computer. couldn't even keep your attention on it. Yeah, but, no, I, it, I didn't have the hardware for it. Like that was the only thing that stopped me. Like the game was actually pretty good, especially for the time. It had a really cool combat system, but I only had a little rinky dink laptop we couldn't keep up uh, it's no part of this it says according to the third movie there's been a shitload of neos before i mean i thought it was like eight well more than five is a shitload right oh i didn't i didn't know there was a number yeah because five is quintet right i guess and six, six, is, six, six is shitload. six is sextet but now it's getting like complicated yes that's what? An yeah, well then the eight's oct- no or hecta once it's two syllables is a shitload <laughs> uh Master that, Universe is getting animated on Netflix with Kevin Smith working on it. I did see that. Like, it will be a time jump. It'll pick up where it left off. I need to see his 
his uh, salmon twitch first because he's he's saying he's doing a lot of stuff, but I don't see anything happening. Self too thin, like he's withering away to nothing now. He's got one of them succubuses. I, like, do you feel like Kevin Smith didn't write that script? No. Well, no, look, he wrote I, a Superman script too. Doesn't mean it happened. Yeah, but that's not his fault, right? Well, I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying he's saying he's doing a lot of stuff that I don't see on screen. But it doesn't well, have to why, be his why fault. Why call him out for it if he does the work? Like, he's a writer, right? So, and I guess a director. I don't know if he's supposed to direct Sam and Twitch or not. But if he wrote the script, why not call out a producer? Because he's not. Has he said, but, "Hey, so and so is not putting out my shit"? Well, all I know is that Netflix throws the money at you, and you do it because fuck. They're like they're like one of those Saudi princes that say, "Hey, I want this person beheaded and shish kebab, and then here's seventy million dollars, and then you do it whether you want to or not." Yeah, that's what they did to Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, that's what they're gonna do to Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Seinfeld was different. Seinfeld just, you know, he moves the show wherever they're going to pay him most. So he, Netflix said it most. Yeah. Seinfeld, like, if, if you see the Netflix version of his shows, you could tell the people he hated. I mean, you don't think Eddie Murphy has, like, more pull than Seinfeld? Not today. It, look, they're going to get Eddie Murphy to do stand-up, and Eddie Murphy doesn't want to do stand-up. Well, but I'm saying, like, I, like I'm f- feeling like Eddie Murphy decides to do stand up. Like, no, no, that's what I'm. That that the, your theory defeats my whole Saudi prince analogy. I think that oh. was his point. Yeah, they're just pay, throwing the money at him, and he's gonna do it. I don't think Eddie Murphy today has the pool that he had ten years ago. In the pool, like, he doesn't have the material. Like, the material. Is, <laughs> the first of all, the material he's known for. You can't do now. Second, the material that he would have to build up, like he's way too famous to actually work it out at a club because people would just put it online and tear him to shreds while he's trying to get it together. Yeah, I was going to say Chappelle's the same, but I he did actually hit the clubs secretly. Yeah, he did. And he, there was stuff floating around, but it didn't go viral because because he, he's not Eddie Murphy. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like if Eddie Murphy wants to work out material, he can. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, like, but at the same time it's like eddie murphy's still eddie murphy like i got and that might just be misplaced faith like blind optimism i have faith. i have faith that he could be great but i also have faith that uh, people will turn on him and he doesn't want to deal with all that bullshit not in this this stage of the game in his career i mean i think if dave Chappelle can do it eddie murphy can do it uh dave Chappelle's different dave Chappelle don't give a fuck what, they, what, what makes you feel like eddie murphy cares eddie murphy because he did fucking daddy daycare eddie murphy cares dude daddy daycare was hilarious it, it was good but it ain't eddie murphy saying hey pretending to be you know uh was it mr t talking about getting fucked in the ass yeah, but what, what, like, what, that to me, it's like, why, because he does he both, do you feel like he can't do the other one? Well, because the other one, he's not, it's not about him, it's about the environment. It's like if Sam Kinison was trying to do his act now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't just, get me wrong. It's in decency to die at the time. Eddie Murphy's just like, you know what? I'm just not going to be as funny as I can be. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's like, I'm going to live. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just, I'm going to live, but I'm just not going to be as funny as I can be. Well, I mean, I, like, I, by no means do I feel like if Eddie Murphy did stand up to today he would be eddie murphy from 1980 like i don't think that that would be the case but i don't think that he would not be funny or even necessarily less funny it would just be different so you're not gonna watch coming to america too i will no i uh, mo oh i'm not talking about the movie i'm talking about 
talking about his stand-up, period. Like, I would watch Coming to America, too. Because okay. even Coming to America wasn't, like, his stand-up. It was toned down. His Saturday... His, uh, there, there's a lot of brilliant stuff for him that's toned down, but, it, you know, it's a committee thing. He's worked with other writers and everything. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, they're going to... My point is they're going to throw money at him, and he's going to have no choice but to do stand-up, even though he doesn't want to. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even going to say if it's going to be good or bad. or mm. I'm saying he's going to do it because yeah. Netflix does. It'll be interesting to see. I, I'll definitely be watching if he does do it. Holy crap, they threw 70 million at him? That's just what they're reporting, which means it's more than that. <laughs> and like, he's probably only doing like one special, right? Right. It's a, it's a <laughs> series of specials. Oh, it is a series? Oh, that's, yeah, that that's, there. It's technically, it's still a negotiation. Oh, like, okay. he's probably going to get the 70. Like, he wants more, f- but he's probably just going to get the 70 for one movie and one um, stand-up special. One yeah. special where Adam Sandler got 50 <clears throat> for like five movies or seven movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, yeah. the story I'm reading, which is from a month ago, says he's in talks with Netflix to produce an undetermined number of new stand-up specials for 70 million. Yeah. There's still no... Dave, finality to that. Dave Chappelle it's, got 60 and he did like what two or three? Three, I think. I think he did three. He did three. Yeah, so and, Murphy mm-hmm. might do Whitney two. Cummings got five grand. <laughs> That's messed up. And she had to shell out of her own pocket for her own fuck doll. <laughs> so she ended up losing like 30 grand. Whitney Cummings is funny. Yeah, she is. Shout out to Billy OK for this this friggin' gif of Skeletor with, where it says I am Nancy Pelosi. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's going to get banned. Because <laughs> I see nipples. <laughs> Look, ironically enough, I think that a Kevin Smith uh, animated He-Man joint would actually be probably pretty awesome. Like, I feel like he would elevate that material. Mm, too wordy. <laughs> Skeletor soliloquies. <laughs> like, like at some point, He Man's gonna be fucking Orko, right? And Skeletor will be more polysyllabic. <laughs> uh, Krypton is canceled after two seasons. The spinoff for Lobo not moving forward on Sci-Fi. <laughs> Who was looking for a Lobo spinoff? When they announced it, everybody. Yeah. And really? then And then the show came out, and I told you guys, that's not a good Lobo. It doesn't remember. Look, no, no, like, I, I wrote, you don't, you didn't have to watch the show to know that that wasn't a good Lobo. You just, like, the preview was enough. Yeah, it's not good. Although, I, I liked Krypton. It was all right. You might get him somewhere else. Um, well, they canceled Expanse too. I don't know if you watched that, but that, oh, Expanse I hear is is good actually. Yeah, so they put that on Amazon now because they canceled that. They also ended mm. Legion, so Mo can watch it now. Yeah. Wait, why did Legion get canceled? Well, it it I, I it only know. had three seasons. Yeah, like I don't know if they canceled it or it just ended, but they they oh. got to end. They got to actually end the story. Oh, gotcha. So I'm sure it got canceled because now that Disney has it, you know, they're canceling everything. Yeah, that makes sense. But it, it ended pretty good it's a good little show i wasn't high enough to enjoy it as much as mo probably will all i have to watch is the first two episodes pennyworth has been interesting it is not interesting it is interesting have, oh, have any okay. of you guys seen any of it <laughs> no. no i haven't it's uh it does it's a show that doesn't know what it wants to what it what it should be like you don't know if it if it takes place in the 20s or in the 70s it, it's just kind of like a, a confused jumble but if if you didn't have the baggage of this is alfred pennyworth if it was just uh this is like a 007 type of character starting off on his own it's 
it'd be a decent show. But then trying to tie it into Pennyworth, and then here comes Bruce Wayne and Martha. Yeah, it, like I don't know. You you mean it's not like the Lion and the Unicorn? The Lion and the Unicorn. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Larry, you know what I mean, right? I don't. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. The episode of Batman, the, the animated series. Oh, I don't. Or, Dude, which I don't know him by title. <laughs> is that the one it's with the, the one villain? where they talk about uh, Pennyworth's past and MR six? Oh, maybe he's not. He's not a government agent though. He's he's on his own. But there's like all these secret societies. I feel like he should be fighting the Court of Isles instead of what they refer to as like the Raven Society. So dumb. The show itself is interesting and enjoyable. I wish they had called it something else. I could say the same thing about Krypton. Krypton is a is a decent sci-fi show that you don't need all the Superman lore in it. Yeah. According to Billy O'K, you could have called it Krapton. That's what Lobo calls it. Uh, sounds riveting. Yeah. <laughs> Hex says, uh, Krypton coming to 2V TV <laughs> or Pluto TV. All right, what else we got in the news? Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the big news became part of like regular segments. Yeah, I'm trying to think. All right, there was some stupid story that I guess somebody did about who's the fastest speedster between Marvel and DC, but I didn't read it because it looks stupid. Mm. Flash. Like, if anything, the most interesting article would be like, who's faster of the Flash? But even then, you kind of already know. That's a Joe question. I would naturally be inclined to say Barry Allen, but Joe knows the speedsters way better than I do. Um, I don't remember who the fastest is. I know who the slowest is. Yeah. <laughs> is that Garrick? Because he's got that bum knee. Um, no, it's Max Mercury. Oh, yeah. Barely he's the slowest speedster because he's kind of dying and it's slowing him down. But uh, the fastest? I am not sure. It's either Barry or Wally. Hmm. Hex says Wally West. I think Heroes in Crisis established Wally as being faster. But I didn't get to finish that. Yeah. The the way the way that ended, I think, kind of implies if they don't actually specifically say it. But like I said, Joe's the, the speedster expert, so I defer to his knowledge. Um, Garth Ennis announced he's going to be doing a couple Punisher miniseries for Marvel soon. Who's going to draw him? Uh, it is going to be... One of them is going to be drawn by uh, Jason Burroughs, and that's supposed to be um, it out in November. And then the other one is Goran Parlov. But that actually, that's not coming out till next year. You could have waited till next week to do the story then. <laughs> <laughs> it's short and sweet. I guess because uh, non-comic book readers have brought this up with me, I should mention it. But Joker's going to be in Mortal Kombat, and that's like mm-hmm. special for some reason. I, I told everybody, well, that's, that's... that's Is it the Joker from the movie? It looks... The the character looks like the Joker from Injustice, which was my point to everybody who mentioned it. It's like, well, they just ported it over from their Injustice game because it's the same fucking thing. Right. It. They already have the assets. The assets, the animation, everything. Mm-hmm. Even the fatalities. Yeah. So why are people excited? Because they're stupid. <laughs> Same people, same reason people were excited for a Lobo TV show. 
I didn't realize you had a living daughter. Yeah. Oh, Dobu? Uh, yeah. Crush? Yeah, she's been in Titans for a little yeah. bit now. Well, Teen Titans, not Titans, because that, that yeah. implies a TV show. I've been away from Teen Titans for a while. Yeah, I haven't read much about it either. I just know Crush. And the question is, who's the mom, I guess? I think I saw her when they took on, like, the Justice either, Her name's Crush, so it's got to be their hawk or animal. <laughs> That's, that's like you you gotta be like damn near forty to get that joke. <laughs> Cause she looks like one of those dudes. <laughs> she does. Yeah, only like two people in our chat room got that. Yeah. Like I'll heck, admit it took me a minute to get it. Yeah. Heck in chat is shitting himself at that hawking animal joke. <laughs> All right, well, we uh, call it a night now. We've done enough news. Yes. All right. Let's do this. Jay, why don't you give me some final thoughts? I recently saw Ready or Not in theaters. How it's is- an amazing movie. Fantastic. Super funny. Uh, violent. Uh, great story. I would definitely give it like four out of five. Maybe five out of five. Somewhere between four and five out of five. Oz, final thoughts. Legion was cool. Pennyworth is fine. Pennyworth is better than Gotham. Watch Pennyworth. It's pretty low bar, buddy. What yeah, but you got to pay 15 bucks a month to get it. What, Pennyworth? Yeah. Huh. The first two episodes are free on Amazon. What network is it on? On Epics. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, well, then got never it. mind. It's not, it, Magnum. It's not worth paying money. I, I apologize for my voice. And that's all I have for you today. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, please make sure you follow us on social media. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, our Facebook group, uh, everywhere. Everywhere. Just put in Fantastic Forum on all your social media. We're more likely than not we're there. If you have anything that you want to let us know, hit us up there. Let us know what you want us to talk about, what you liked, what you didn't like. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week. This is Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com. <laughs>